1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: You know you're only a game out of the playoffs. Oh, come on, you're going to mock me right off the bat. Stop it. Come on now. I, I'm trying to make you feel good. Come I on. Mean, eight and six is ahead of you with a rookie quarterback. You're at seven and seven. I mean, there's like three teams at eight and six ahead of you. But man, you went from the highest of highs last week to my goodness, you quit when it was seven zip today. What's pray, wrong with
3: you? I pray we get Carr and he leads us to the Super Bowl, and it just I, burns I'd you to all oh, heck. You know what I mean? No, no, no. See, I'm a. I've, I've realized
2: something this week. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm a Raiders fan or if I'm a Derek Carr fan because oh, how he's still gosh. alive in this whole. Oh my process. gosh!
3: You did not apologize right now. No, you apologize no, for saying the apologize. Dolphins were going
2: to the Super Bowl last week. You, know, I you sounded like a dope. You got to come in here and take shots at everyone else. Say you're sorry. Say, I am sorry. I've never been more wrong in I, my life. I, I, bought I a came in here and called them to the Super Bowl. You were you're just wrong I, I on it. I bought a non-refundable airline ticket. Yeah, did you call the boss and ask for your shift back wow. on Super Bowl Sunday? Was that your first? Hey, I can work the Super Bowl. You know, uh, probably won't want me. You'll probably say, you know what, don't let Plank do it because he'll call me. Aaron, I just agree with him on everything that Aaron Torres says. So wow. Wow. You, you should apologize to everyone tonight Arnes, I, I want after to that something, monstrosity it, last it, week.
3: It, it's come to this point. There's no NFL playoffs for my team. There's going to be no NBA playoffs, no NCAA tournament. I got nothing out of Arizona football. Baseball will roll around again, and the Mets will do nothing. I, I have nothing to look forward to until, like, nine months from now. I might well, as well take he, here, it to a nine-month vacation.
2: Here, here's a suggestion. And as then I got to alive. look for the
3: Dolphins in nine months. So who knows what's <laughs> going to happen then?
2: As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, all you have to do is visit geico.com for a free rate. Quote, maybe after a win like you had last week, just say we're feeling good instead of putting your expectations at no, Super that, Bowl, that's it sounds a loser crazy. mentality.
3: Loser mentality. <laughs> well, then what's that's your mentality like today? You. Yeah.
2: What's your mentality today? Then you're a loser. So you have a loser's mentality. Just own it. You're a loser, Arnie. Your team stink. You're a loser. You're a mush. You pick a team. You're called the uh, the uh, the kiss of death. You have to embrace this now. Where's, just where's, just own the mentality. Where's Dan Marino
3: when you need one?
2: Dan Marino ain't walking through that
3: door, man. I wish he did. So why'd you quit? so I mean, they came back and made it close for like two seconds, yeah, but you for were already seconds, out. stop it. They, they had no right even to come that close. I, I think they had like three yards offense. It was disgusting how they were doing it. C- Cousins did everything he could to get them back in the game. Boy, he really did, didn't Jeez. he? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll say this much. Uh,
2: we've reached our part where Artie feels bad, so now is when he turns on, say, And look Bolo what happened to my Eric Rams. Yeah, no, I think you've pretty much kissed, given them the kiss of death since uh, the moment you jumped on the Rams.
3: yeah my when I picked them at the beginning of the year,
2: you know, I saw, it's funny, Let me. I, I want yeah. to get you a tweet that I saw, yeah. uh, I think it might have been during your show last night, and I, I, I was, I just happened to be, I was up pretty late last night, Arnie, you know, for me, 10pm is really late Central Standard Time, and someone had tweeted uh, along the lines of, well, Arnie at least got his pick of the Browns to the playoffs,
3: Yeah, right? I know that, what? that I said I was, no, no, that I, got, I said the Browns were going to win eight games, and you mocked me over that.
2: I, listen, first of all, with uh, Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, I doubt I ever would have mocked you over no, anything, right? No, you did. Right? You because mocked me. You aren't mocked I me. supposed to be his lap dog? And secondly, I don't ever remember you saying the Browns would either win eight games or be in playoff <gasps> contention. I think you're fibbing, Arnie. Wow. I think your dementia is kicking in. You make so many. You're like the old 800 numbers whenever people would call them to get picks and they'd give like five different picks. I wow. think you're confused. I think you're confused between your different shows, you say, on your no, local never, show, when, one
3: thing. Oh, my God. I'm the one that said I was all in on the Browns this year, and they were going to win eight games. Everybody was mocking me over that. I, I, am, am I wrong? Do you remember that, Eric? Do
2: you remember that? I don't seem to Who remember that. Who is Eric? That. Oh, our, produ-
3: our so-called producer that never answers me? It's been well, two I mean, years when, since the guy answered me. Well, when, when your only response on Twitter
2: is I'm here. I don't really know what more you want people to say <laughs> <laughs> or on Facebook
3: is I'm I, here. I just hate everybody. I really
2: I've do. Noticed I just that. hate well, I'm everybody. Sorry. How did you get married? I, I,
1: if you hate I so many know. people, how did what made I, her say yes? I told you the story. So, no,
3: I told you the story. She asked me to mar- she asked me to marry her. So <laughs> you were Never mind. No, that that's, that's, that's God's honest truth too. I, I'm like, yeah, okay, why not? What well, can okay, let, let's pose it this way. I got nothing Arnie. better to do next fifty years.
2: Well, I and, and you're a diehard fan of your team. I give you complete and total credit on that. I mean, even though you, you have eighty teams, and I still think you're a closet New lost. England Patriot fan. <laughs> but before we get there, can you just not enjoy the the madness of the NFL and how crazy this week to no. week league is? Why not? I, I mean think I about barely
3: it. look listen to me. I barely are you're not like me. I barely want to watch the playoffs if the Dolphins aren't in it. Once Arizona gets eliminated from the NCAA tournament, it's painful no, to I watch agree. everything after
2: that. I mean, I listen, I, I'm a diehard Raiders fan.
3: I well you're used it. to losing. That's you. You're used to it. And you're not as a Dolphins fan? Stop it.
2: I mean, don't I went see here the and University throw of Arizona.
3: In a... Come on now. Yeah, you're used to losing,
2: so oh. you should be in a position to where everything makes a lot of sense to you. Arnie, embrace this league. Embrace the week-to-week madness of this league. Explain to me how the Steelers can lose from the afore- to the aforementioned awfulness of the Oakland Raiders, then turn around and beat New England. Explain to me how the Cowboys can be elite and Amari Cooper the greatest receiver that anyone has ever seen. Hall of famer. Then they get (laughs) then they get shut out by the Colts. Can I answer
3: the Can I answer the first one? It's called what is it? Fourteen penalties or was there more than that? I don't even. I lost count. Is that that the most ever in the
2: Belichick era? It has to be close. (laughs) They warned them.
3: They warned Brady. They the referees told Brady we got to call holding a little bit tighter today.
2: Well, they did. Uh, Explain to me how the Seahawks can have that huge win on Monday Night Football and then lose to San Francisco. Wow. How how can Miami beat New England and then get – well, beaten. I won't say destroyed. I'm not here to rub it in tonight. Get beaten by Minnesota. Minnesota, And then explain to me how the Eagles can be as awful as they are. They lose the quarterback that everyone had christened as the greatest thing we've ever seen. They bring in their backup quarterback, and they are throttling the Los Angeles Rams by two scores right now on Sunday Night Football. Explain this to me.
3: How is this
2: even possible?
3: I'm I'm looking on Twitter now. Over under 24 hours. I'll say one day from tonight, the exact time, before they start burning the Carson Wentz jerseys. How long is that (laughs) going (laughs) to take? You guys should have gone to Foles earlier. I told you, Nick Foles, he won the Super Bowl. Why doesn't he
2: start? Oh, it doesn't make any sense, oh. Arnie. It, it, how I don't understand how guys like Todd Furman can. And I mean, well, you have you have the Greek runner on with you every single Saturday yeah. night. Uh, we talk to a lot of different guys that work out of Vegas. How can they possibly make any money on this league with the just manic nature of it every single week? It's insane. It's week to week, and I have no idea how he can
3: figure anything out. None whatsoever. It was craziness today. Uh, the Morty games weren't all that great. There were some close ones out there, but for the, for the most part, they weren't all that great. And uh, as I was watching my Dolphin season just slip away, do we really have a chance to make the playoffs, or are you just teasing me?
2: No, no, absolutely you have uh, a chance stop to make you. the playoffs. Stop
3: it. Come on now.
2: Right now, in the AFC, the Ravens are sitting at 8-6 and six overall. But every single game next week has a playoff implication in some way, shape, or form. Now, it might be a little bit of a stretch where you have one team that's pretty much in playing a bad team or one team that has a long shot playing a team that's on the outside Gosh, looking in. I hate in. the
3: Ravens, too. They bug me. See, you got a chance now. I, hate, they get- I just, I have to root against teams now. I can't even enjoy my team. <laughs> I've got to root against everybody else's team that's around me. Everybody that works on our show uh, has loser teams. It's yes. starting to get it, it, it's. We're I, I really aware. feel like I'm Charlie
2: Brown, and this is like the Peanut Gang. And yeah, well, we blame you for that. We feel like that it's your it's it's the kiss of death on this. How many teams have you said are your team that have absolutely fallen by the way? The only team that you've consistently hated all year long is probably Seattle. I think you've jumped the, the on The Patriots a team, too. <laughs> oh, and the Patriots, the Patriots as well too. But no, Arnie, think about this. You're sitting right now, and I'm not just doing this to pander to him because we have to sit and talk for the next three hours. Uh, you're sitting at seven and seven right now. The Titans, Colts, and Ravens are in front of you. Do you trust any of those teams to run away with what's left on their schedule? Do you sit around and say, oh, my gosh, there is just no way. I mean, Ryan, Tannehill was awful today. Awful. He was I'm done with him already. Enough. Fantasy. Minus Please. 14 in our fantasy league.
3: Uh, but you start can, looking when ahead the next week. Car? When I, can we get Carr? Can we get Carr already? Can we just trade <laughs> for him for the last two games?
2: Car, Car would be really good with Adam Gase. By the way, I'm saying that as the most bitter fan on the planet, but he would be really good. But think about this, Arnie. Hold up for a sec, because if, if we don't get Carr, I'm ready to take Jameis Winston.
3: Baltimore. That might
2: not be a bad fit. Okay, but if, if they don't
3: give me that, I'll, I'll t- even take Flacco.
2: Okay, maybe you're getting a little carried I away am. At this I'm point. so
3: desperate now. I'm so desperate. Baltimore.
2: Baltimore is at Los Angeles next weekend. Uh, and by the way, I'm not trying to make uh, any of our, let's see who's our Titan. Oh, I'm Sean. I'm not trying to make you mad by any stretch of the imagination oh, either. Forget I'm not, the
3: Titan fans. I'm, I'm not please. counting
2: out the Titan fans on the show. The Titans host Washington. Uh, who's right there in the playoff mix as well, too. So they're not they're not handing anything over. And look, your Giants are at Indy next week. So, Arnie, there's a chance for your Miami Dolphins, if they can just go out and get a W next week, to put themselves in position. They host Jacksonville next week. Jacksonville lost to Josh Jackson today, for goodness sakes. Keep hope alive, Arnie. Yeah. Keep
3: we, hope alive. It, it's that or my Cleveland Browns. They're just not looking real good oh, right no. now. Oh, no, why did you do that? Why yeah. did you do that to Baker? Well, <laughs>
2: speaking of that. Speaking of that uh now suddenly the uh the Browns are in a position it's a long shot to potentially make the playoffs they're there at 6-7-1 they got less of a shot than your dolphins do right now But isn't it just enough to consider where Cleveland is this year? I know we're looking back on a game from last night that we've talked about all day on Fox Sports Radio. And listen, Denver's not a very good football team. And whatever Vance Joseph was thinking, not going for it on that fourth and short, I'll never understand. But damn, Arnie, one of the great stories this year is how Cleveland has improved. And they did so with all the
3: turmoil they had from their coaching staff during the season. A That's unreal. Cor- a rookie quarterback, coaching change, and it's more about the numbers. Having one, what were they, one in 31, and now they've won six games, and how many of them have been without you, Jackson, for the three or whatever? It's It's been a tremendous turnaround. Can you imagine if they would have planned like this from day one, um, oh. what their record could have been and if they would have been in the playoff hunt? Well, and they had a game
2: taken from them. I mean, they beat the Raiders. The officials apologized, so they should be seven, six, and one right now, right in the heart of this bad boy. But again, it's still one of the craziest stories that we'll talk about more as the show goes on. Now, are you better? Do you feel better now? Can we have fun tonight? Are you done? Ca- are you done hating on all of us and being down on things? I, I you know to- what?
3: I, I'm trying to see who I could root for when the playoffs start, but I, I want the Chiefs to lose just to th- because I think it's funny that they're zero six at home in their last six playoff games at home, so I think that's enjoyable. Uh, of course, I root against the Patriots. Always love to see the Steeler fans miserable. Uh, right. No no offense to Eddie Garcia, so that's enjoyable. I have to root against the Jar- Chargers because of all the producers that live in L.A. Who's, who's jumped on the bandwagon. So that leaves the Texans, who I really don't like anyway, so I, I can't enjoy it unless the Dolphins sneak it at number six. I can't enjoy the playoffs. Wait, wait, wait. Did you schedule
2: vacation again
3: last night? Did you yeah. double down last night on that? I sent an email to the boss that I wanted to take vacation so I could go see the Dolphins in the Super Bowl.
2: Oh, my gosh. I yeah. mean, again, every now and then it's, oh, touchdown, by the way, Rams. Yeah, my right Every Rams. now and then
3: yeah. it's
2: okay to just say, hey, maybe we're going to be fine. You know, you got to go from 0 to 100 pretty quick. Well, i got to kinda... go ahead and
3: schedule the time ahead of time and – I had to make sure, hey, hey, you know, Dolphins are going to be in the Super Bowl. I want to make sure I had that week off to to have fun and enjoy the the festivities.
2: Well, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, don't call it a comeback because the Rams are within a score, but does it really matter? We'll talk about the plight of the Los Angeles Rams. Plus, we've got playoff scenarios to figure out, and something happened in the NFL today, Arnie, that hasn't happened in 5,509 days. We'll tell you next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. I think I need Arnie to explain something to me because sometimes I'm not the smartest guy on the planet. I'll ask it. But first, brought to you by Discover. Discover card. We treat you like you'd treat you. With Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Hey, but, uh, best best way to get in touch with the show is on yeah. Twitter, real quick, at Stinking Genius 1. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. You can listen online at foxsportsradio.com or download the iHeartRadio app, and you can hear us anywhere, anytime, any place. You gave me
3: a great idea. I'm serious about this. Embracing you, the fun oh, of the NFL? No, 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 no. Oh. You remember the old Saturday Night Live skit, you know, <laughs> when you, the, the guys would get around and they go, uh, who's going to win? they go, the Bears, and, you know, right. what's the score going to be? And they'd say, 100 to nothing, the Bears, you know. The and, Bears. And, and, yeah, they get all crazy, and it's always about, and what the happens Bears. if the Bears were only six inches tall? Oh, then we'd only win 50 to nothing, you know, stuff like that. We We should have a skit of the knee-jerk reaction fan. Where it's like kickoff before the first game, it doesn't make a difference what team you are. They're gonna go, we're going yes. all the way, we're going all the way. Next thing you know, it's like first down for the other team, and go, where's that defense? We suck. What's going right? Like fire the coach yeah. right off the bat. It'd be a great skit, would it not, or what?
2: Well, I have a text message to one of my buddies, uh, I I guess I could name drop him, DJ Gasso, where after the Raiders went down and scored on their first drive against the Rams, I texted him and said, we're going to the Super Bowl. How would that fit into that skit, Arnie? I think that... I think that would be pretty much uh, the leader in the clubhouse for the dumbest fan on the planet. Wow. Uh, I'm not smart, man. I will say this much. I, I Listen, that's why we do this, right? We're stupid fans at heart. Oh, we yeah, love our I, teams. I'm telling you, that'd be a great
3: skit. That would be
2: awesome. I'm telling Some people-
4: you. You know what I've
2: realized, yeah. and, and this might just be me. Before I lay out uh, more of my idiocy, and then also the incredible stat we found, some people take themselves too seriously. Is what I've I've come to realize is, and I'm like this after my team loses for like 30 minutes. Uh, even today, oh, the Raiders yeah. are three and ten. Okay? You are they like lost that. The, the, they lost to the Bengals. Just give me like thirty minutes, and then I'm fine. Oh After no, that that's why minutes, I like to get the less.
3: text into you right away because I know thirty minutes will be okay. So I, I got to make sure I get it in the first five minutes. Well, no,
2: and I appreciate that, but yeah. you stayed away from me this year because you understand it's just it'd be like beating a dead horse. Like, come on, man, we're, 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 they, they, he's dead. Stop hurting him. It's like the Simpsons meme over and over and over again. But yeah, uh, I got to answer. People take I would answer Paul.
3: I goes, I love Ornie to death, but I would bet my house that Beth did not ask him to marry uh, her. Not ask him to. Uh, you lose your house. You're going to be homeless. Uh, you lose because she did. So, and that's the God's honest truth. I've I've told that story before. I've told you before, blank. Uh, I've heard it a few times yeah, yeah. now over
2: the last couple of years. With maybe we'll have
3: to get her on someday. Yeah, Are we, Do we have?
2: We don't have any shifts together because that'd be a great Christmas time conversation. Well, that would during that the holidays. Would. Yeah, yeah. Just bring Beth on and let her let her talk about how I wonder where Arnie my is, new house is.
3: Find out where my new
2: house is by the way, from Paul. <laughs> I uh, all right, so help me understand this, and maybe maybe I'm not as a, a statistical nerd enough on this, but I don't understand why my Twitter timeline just blew up. One of it was I think Big Hat being funny, but it, uh, the Eagles are now only up a score, right? but af- after the touchdown by the Rams, which as we went to break, we thought it was a long touchdown pass, his knee was down like the one, they ended up getting a short touchdown run by Todd Gurley, so fantasy owners of Gurley rejoice when you thought he might be out, but it made it 30-22, to 22. then everyone started losing their mind about how the Rams should go for two in that instance. Am I... Am I missing some trend that's out there, Arnie? That even well, whatever you can... you're missing, I'm missing it too. That's idiocy. okay. I it didn't make any sense to me. And I saw one of my favorite followers on Twitter, Mike Garafolo, who had tweeted this out earlier. Mike's of course on uh, Good Morning Football. He tweeted and said, This is where Doug Peterson advocates going for two. Yeah, they've the done Rams... this
3: before. Remember that we've we've done the math on this before. But I don't see why you would go for two and put yourself in a situation where if you don't make it, you got to get an eight uh, to tie the game up. Maybe that means better odds for you. I'm not sure. I,
2: I, I don't know. He said the Rams seem prepared to play it the traditional way and kick the extra point before they stop to take a look at the replay. So, in other words, maybe, maybe looking back, the Rams – weren't quite feeling as risky as say Doug Peterson and the Eagles would, but I don't. Maybe I'm a little too old school when it comes to that. I have no problem. I have no problem if you score a touchdown, then maybe wanting to go for two if you're on the road to steal a win. But come on, why put yourself in a position where you're forced to go for two if you don't get it? Well, it looks like it may be
3: over now because the Rams were getting the ball back. They punted, Eagles punted, and the Rams fumbled away the punt. So uh, it doesn't look good right now.
2: Well, uh, as long as it wasn't Brandon Cooks, I'm fine. Uh, Let's see. As they unfurl from the pile. Yep. Recovered by Philadelphia. What a gut punch (laughs) after an incredible (laughs) – boy, think about how lifeless the Rams have been all night long, Arnie. And, oh, he just dropped the football. Yeah. It just slipped right out of his hands. He was trying to do too much. Almost looked like he was trying to move from his left hand to his right hand, and it just absolutely slipped right out of his hands. So, Oh, my gosh. Did you see that replay? It's almost as if it hit part of his shoulder pad. Whoop. Wow, that's inexcusable. But anyway, so I'm not missing anything here. This isn't some up-and-coming trend to where you cut it to a one-score game, go for two no, to try to I make it. I can't
3: remember the scenario that we discussed this before. It happened uh, okay. about five, six weeks ago. And it actually made a little bit of sense, though I, I don't see how it plays into this. You you, you kick the extra point. You get down oh. seven. If you get the touchdown, then you could go for two and go for the win. Hey, so does this,
2: in your opinion, in your opinion, does this um, maybe give you more hope for the Rams that they can be as awful as they've been all night and then find a way to rally, to put themselves in position to where they could have had the football for a, a, a tying touchdown? Or, Arnie, does it shine more of a light now that it's two weeks in a row where they haven't quite been themselves?
3: No, We're no, that, playoff it's time? the second, yeah. latter, Yeah, shines a light uh, two weeks in a row now. Uh, there's some serious questions. I thought they would just destroy Philadelphia. I mean, come I on do. now, a team coming in without their quarterback. When's the last time Nick Foles played? Oh, that's right. Uh, but
5: uh, I can't Week believe,
3: three. yeah, I, I can't believe that it, it. not only are they going to lose, they were kind of manhandled. I, I got some serious questions what's going on with the
2: Rams right now. It's one of, from a name perspective, the best defenses that you should have with Donald and Sue and Peters and, Uh, I mean, they, they just are loaded with names on defense, but for some reason, teams have had incredible success Running right at him. So the the Eagles were able to take advantage of that. And, boy, I still don't know what happened. I've got to go back, and we were just getting ready to go on the air. Whenever they had two guys that were wide open on a play right before halftime. I've never seen anything like huh. it before in my life. The Eagles had two guys, Alshon Jeffrey ended up making the catch, that were wide open on a busted coverage. Foles under threw it just a bit because he was destroyed. But just a, a weird night. Capping off what's been a weird day in the NFL. Now, the only thing Arnie that could make this week even weirder is if Carolina were to go out and absolutely beat the pants off New Orleans tomorrow night. That's the only thing that would make this any more insane from what's been a wild and week. Sixteen.
3: It, and if that happens, all of a sudden people are going to say the Chicago Bears are the best team uh, in the world. It's already started.
2: NFC. It's already started. No, it's don't already tell me, started. Oh, stop it, please. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that I've noticed about Bears fan. There isn't many fan bases that have more fans that enjoy taping themselves while they're sitting in the stands telling you their, their breakdown. I am not. I don't know if it's just because I, I follow Mike North and he retweets everybody, but for some reason it seems like every Bears fan does some sort of post-game wrap-up while they're sitting in the stands with their phone facing right at it. But anyway, Chicago gets the win today. They're back in the playoffs for the first time in a while. For the first time in 5,509 days, yeah. Arnie – the Dallas Cowboys were shut out Woo! today. Now they look in, def- in their defense, they should have had at least one touchdown. Uh the Jamay's Olawale uh drop was fairly unforgivable, but Des uh, Dak didn't necessarily put that where it needed to be. All right, yeah, that's the only thing I got hands. for him. Yeah. <laughs> five yeah, true. Five thousand five hundred and nine days. In fact, Arnie, if I'm not mistaken, were you in Dallas in 2003 when Quincy Carter threw three interceptions and the Cowboys lost to the Patriots, or, is, or was that pre-Arnie in no, Dallas? No, that was
3: way pre-Arnie. Slow down on that, right. buckaroo. That's pre-pre-Arnie. All right, I okay. I think so. well, Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> no, you stop. Wait, maybe.
4: maybe. Oh, no, it's not.
3: <laughs> so
2: we'll get into uh, signs of panic or signs of hope coming up next here from the Geico Fox Sports. So Radio I guess we Studios. answered
3: that question. Would you rather have a great, great defense right now or a great, great offense? Uh, the offenses are starting to go south and the, the defenses are starting to shine. I have so many different theories on that. I don't. I
2: don't necessarily know if it's just teams that have decided, uh, like Greg Williams did last night. My goodness, he brought the house on three straight plays near the end of that game. Case Keenum didn't have a chance. I saw the same thing throughout the day. Are our, our, our offensive lines getting wore down. Is it attrition with injuries? Our defense is scheming better. We'll break out the whiteboard when we come back and dive more in depth. But first. Steve DeSager is in the house to get us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports, including what's becoming a pretty wild Sunday night mm-hmm. football game. What's that going on, Steve? Absolutely. Hey, and, and look yes? out for
3: your package, DeSager. I spent three dollars on it. Christmas? That's more than I wanted to spend on it, but look out for it Wednesday or Thursday. It should be coming to the studio. Don't want anybody stealing it.
4: This is Christmas related, something's gonna arrive here?
3: Don't worry what it is. You just you <laughs> just look out <laughs> for it. It's from
4: you, we worry. Yeah. Uh, this game at uh, the LA Coliseum was tied at the half. Eagles and Rams at 13-all. It's now Philadelphia 30-23, to 23, two minutes to go, and Philly with the ball in Rams territory. An absolute gut punch to the Rams when they gave the ball away on the recent punt return. They were going to be taking over near midfield, only down one touchdown, and still three minutes to go. And, yes, it's their backup because the guy, was the regular, was injured early in the season. Oh, but that's right. Uh, <laughs> JoJo Natson without even being hit, the ball pops loose as he makes a move, jukes, and the ball comes loose, hits the bicep, and fumbles forward as if to say, Eagles, here, do you want it? So Philadelphia had outscored the Rams seventeen nothing in the third quarter. Philly was up thirty to thirteen to start the fourth. It's now thirty to twenty three a minute twenty and counting. Again, Eagles with the ball. If the Rams don't win this, and they're trailing at home, then not only fall a game back of the top-seeded New Orleans Saints. The Rams will only be one game ahead of the Chicago Bears for the two seed and the bye in the first round, a Bears team that dominated the Rams head to head last Sunday night. If the Rams have any stumble, they would not only not be a one seed, which we had thought for a while, they may not even get a first round bye if they stumble again. And this offense has been largely bad for three games in a row now. We have 113 to go now, and it looks like the Eagles are setting up for a field goal on fourth down. No way he makes this. Trying to make it a 10-point lead. Well, actually, he's had a good game. Jake. No way he makes this. Do you remember? It was a 51-yarder he made early in the game. He's made also from 34 and from 40 yards tonight. Currently, the ball is on the 36, so that's what, 54-yard attempt? 53-yarder. No way he makes this. Like I said, he made a 51-yarder early in the game. Oh, anyway. he
2: missed it! He missed it wide right. I told All you.
3: Right. I think Arnie's feeds ahead that, of ours. See, that's how ahead. the announcer should do it. Going, no way he makes this. No way.
4: <laughs> that's the, what they need. He did miss it wide right, and so the Rams take over with a minute eight to go, down seven. Oh my god, Rams. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. You know, Jared Goff is taking over for the Rams offense. Normally that would be great news. And Goff does have 300 yards passing tonight. But anyone who's actually watched him tonight, he's just flat missed some throws. Not connected downfield, unlike Nick Foles tonight. Goff with no touchdowns and two interceptions in this game. By the way, the Eagles trying to get up to 7-7, seven and, seven, and still in playoff contention, therefore. Yep. We'll be hosting a good Houston team next Sunday while the Rams are at Arizona. San Francisco in overtime, upset Seattle 26-23. Pittsburgh beat New England 17-10. The yeah. Bears clinch the NFC North 24-17 over Green Bay. Shutout wins for Indianapolis and Tennessee. Minnesota and Washington with victories. Update, the Rams are past midfield, under a minute to go. Woo. Drive continues, guys.
2: Thanks Steve, good stuff man. We uh, come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio. So what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. I know hindsight's always 2020 20 on this show with Arnie i and Chris Plank. But Arnie, you got to at least try to pin him deep there, right? I mean, I, I listen, you and I both probably would have gone for it on fourth down but to try to kick a field goal from
3: 53 yards well, out. Well, I just said no way lead. he makes this, and you're making excuses. Oh, he's had a pretty good game. You you said you you go for it. I think you got to you got to kick the field goal. I think you got to uh, at least attempt it. You know. Yeah, he had, he. DeSegar's right. He had a nice game. But tough break
2: there as the Rams trying to get something done here and what would be – listen, I'm not trying to be too overly dramatic, but this would be a shocking of a comeback based on how they had played all game long that we've seen maybe all season long. 20 seconds left. They're just yeah. outside of the red zone trailing 30-23. to 23. And at least, what would you say? As long as he doesn't get sacked with twenty seconds left, two to three shots at the
3: end zone. here? Well, you, if you, if you get caught in bounds, then you're you're in big you're trouble. Done. You yeah, you have to keep going along the sideline. They're giving him, you know, keep going with the five yarders. Next thing you know, you're going to be at the ten yard line with about ten seconds left. They're knocking on the door of the red zone. They're at the
2: twenty-four yard line. I would say. Uh, we we've actually had a really good slate of Sunday night football games this year. This might be one of the more entertainings from a game that whenever I sat down when we started this show, I thought there is no way we're going to be talking about this tonight, except to say, "Oh my gosh, what in the world are they doing? Oh, How can they possibly be in that position?" Look what he just screwed up, huh? Look Todd at Todd Gurley. Todd Woo. Gurley did not get out of bounds. No, he did not. So they'll be forced to clock it now. Yeah. So four seconds left. Yeah, that's nineteen it. yard line. Uh, maybe one shot at the end zone if he if he could have got out of bounds and he had an opportunity to do so he tried to cut it yeah. in and what do he get maybe three or four extra yards so a mistake by Todd Gurley we'll see if his quarterback can bail him out and can it's I, funny can I say something real quick yeah, yeah. go ahead Bubba. I
3: really don't like you guys right now why wow. why are we that are we that far uh-huh. ahead of your feed uh-huh. oh, I'm sorry so I, I have feel no bad you... idea what's going on and we're watching this <laughs> and then all of a sudden. Four seconds. I'm like, four seconds. I said, oh, God, they're ahead of (laughs) us.
2: Well, and it's funny because I'm usually behind everybody. Um, but I actually moved – I'm probably going to get in trouble here at the uh, studio. But I moved a bunch of stuff around so I could have the clear vision of a TV so I don't have to watch it online. So, yeah, I'm not too terribly far behind Arnie tonight. All right, got to go for the end zone here if you're Philadelphia, Arnie. No you got to take – did I say the Philadelphia? you got to go for the end zone here if, if you're the Rams. You do have no other choice. And we'll see if it could be as unlikely because, as DeSager said, you lose here, suddenly you're not just – losing the top seed in the road through Los Angeles for the playoffs, but there's somebody knocking on the door now playing where nobody nobody wants to be in Chicago during the playoffs with that defense and that
3: weather. We saw what the weather oh. did to this team last week, right? It's just pathetic. And I, I don't think Trubisky, Trubisky can beat you with his arm, but with cold weather, what better thing to have is when you could take off, scramble, and, and pick up 15, 20 yards at a pop there. I that That's one dangerous team. Uh, when it's all said and done, especially if they get the number two seed. And the
2: final play of the game is going to be an incomplete pass. Oh, jeez. Ball game over. The Eagles will survive. They played that stick defense where they put all of their guys on the goal line. I remember Kansas City ran a screen pass, what, maybe last year that scored a touchdown on that on the last play of the first half uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. But in this instance, the Eagles cap off one of the wildest weeks in the NFL, at least for favorites, and they knock off the Los Angeles Rams 30-23. Arnie, panic time for Rams fans oh, right yeah. now? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, This was a game that not only should they have won, uh, they should have crushed this other team. They've got to look in the mirror now and say, We've got to fix this. Something is seriously wrong. Oh, yeah, it's it's panic time. No doubt about that. I don't find myself falling into
2: this category, and I know we do this quite a bit because it's it's what we do, but thinking that, oh, they they figured out Sean McVay's offense. I, I don't think that's it, Arnie, but I do think it's kind of interesting to see, okay, what's gone wrong? Cooper Cup's been out for a while. This yeah, isn't boy. something that just magically has happened to him. He's been out for a bit this season. So, I mean, it. They're a little bit of panic time, I think, right now for the St. Louis – or not St. Louis – for the Los Angeles Rams. And as you said, look at the schedule. Now, they maybe have it a little bit easier because for their next game, they go to Arizona, who was beaten 40-14 to today by Atlanta, and then they wrap things up with the Niners. So it's a relatively – cake schedule for them over their last couple of games. For the Bears, you know, and just kind of keeping tabs on what they have to do, the Bears' final two games are in San Francisco and then in Minnesota, which I, I I guess could be Minnesota fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, and then, of course, for New Orleans, New Orleans still has to worry about Monday night football for the Saints. They square off on uh, Monday night against the Carolina Panthers. So for New Orleans, what's left on their schedule after their game on Monday Night Football against Carolina is a showdown with the Steelers, and then they play the Panthers again. I don't know how this happened, but the Saints play the Panthers twice in three weeks. They play Monday night, they play the Steelers six days later, Ugh. and then they'll turn around and play the Panthers again to wrap up the season on the, the 30th.
3: Not favorable at all. I You know, I've got serious doubts of about a lot of teams In the NFC. Everybody was jumping on the Cowboy bandwagon, and look what happened to them today. They were on the Seattle bandwagon, and they lost to San Francisco today. All of a sudden, people will be back on the Minnesota bandwagon. Though, it looks like the Chicago Bears may be the best team in the NFC right now.
2: Yeah, and it is uh, is a team that's built, as you've said many times, on defense and Bears fans. You're welcome, because I thought this defense was going to be pretty good. I think getting Khalil Mack helped take it to quite uh, another level. Look at and, you, huh? And that, that dude has won, has missed two games this Wait a this minute, you're year.
3: not pulling for the Bears because of that, so That are you? No, no,
2: no. I have to pull against the Bears because it's a first-round pick, man. Okay. I got that thing. I need that thing to be as high as possible. I've already accepted what's going to happen. The Bears are going to be next year's Jacksonville. In other words, everyone's losing their mind about how great they are and they'll have a nice little run and then they'll completely implode in 2019. Wow. Just just like Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I can wow. see the future, Arnie. It's a brilliant it's a beautiful thing. All right, um Arnie has an idea. You want to do it next, Arnie, or do you want to wait till later? I mean, it's up to you. It's our show. You're the you're the driver. Do you want to get your idea later or next? It's we'll up do, to it you. Later. We'll do it later. Let's do it later. All right, so when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's try to make sense of the madness that took place today and did one coach lose his job based on his team's performance on Sunday. We'll dive into it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Did we see a coach lose his job today? Welcome back to Arnie and Plank. He's Arnie Spanier, the stinking genius at Genius one on Twitter. I'm Chris Plank. You can follow me at Plank Show, though all I do is tweet about the Sooners. And everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. And we're brought to you by Discover. Oh, go ahead, Arnie. No, I was going to say go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, Discover. Become a new card member and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match
3: limitations apply. Did you watch any bowl games uh, to start things off? I, I just can't get into it yet. I, I know they're it's early, hard, early games. I, I just – none of these garbage balls. I, I couldn't get into it. I did this crazy thing yesterday. I spent time with my
2: family. No, and, no. Yeah, what are you doing? It was, it was crazy. I didn't really know what, what to do. You, there nuts? were nuts? There were times whenever I would look to my wife and I'd be like, so how are you? Um, <laughs> I am Chris. It's nice how to see you How long have we been gets. married? How long have we been married? And this – Gwen's this – she's four already? Wow. No, Seriously, there was a point where we went and had uh, dinner last night. All right, I guess you could say like a late – nobody cares. Why am I giving the time yep. of it? But the Eastern Michigan-Georgia – Southern Georgia State game was on. And I was watching some of that. And, you know, it wasn't bad. I watched North Texas get destroyed by Stop it. Utah State. I, but, Stop again, it. no, I'm not sitting here trying to sell you that I sat down and wa- grabbed my bowl of popcorn and was like, all right, kickoff time. And I like the bowls. You know, I, I, I like the Bulls. I just think – you know, you're kind of conditioned to us oh. that when you're starting him on December fifteenth, you're not necessarily giving us the best matchup. Let me like,
3: When I was first in this business, like a hundred years ago, uh, we used to have to. I used to have to watch all the ball games come up the next day and, and talk about them. Going, did you see what Tulane did to Louisiana? Oh my God! And I'd actually talk about the games. It was crazy.
2: Do you want to do that next no, hour? No, you, stop no, stop
3: it! I'd rather slit my wrist with a dull butter knife. Stop it!
2: I mean, Herm Edwards did say that his team didn't get beat; they just ran out of time. And okay, I've well, never yeah. heard a coach say that before. Oh, never, another sixty minute. Before. Let's play two. Well, listen today. <laughs> uh, earlier this week, and I, I hope we all see what happens in this never-ending attempt for publicity. You'll see odds makers, and I shouldn't say odds makers. You'll see offshore betting uh, outlets, you'll see these, I guess they are odds makers, but they're not individuals, like the betonlines.ags. They'll send out some wild odds so that we'll talk about it and give more publicity to their website so maybe you might spend a little money there. That's that's the whole gig. That's why you see this madness. You sent this to me, and I got to admit, it really caught my eye because they had sent out the odds for the next coach fired in the NFL. And I kind of thought, hey, this one really shouldn't be all that hard because I mean it's it's either Vance Joseph or it's probably Dirk Cutter. I mean it's it's really not that hard to figure out who's going to be the next coach fired until I clicked on it and saw that Betonline.ag has Steve Wilkes as the next head coach fired. Two to one odds. They uh his team responded today. Steve Wilkes, by the way, for those who don't know, Arizona Cardinals head coach, just to help everyone out. His team responded by getting beat.
3: forty oh, it's not to... Joe Bugle anymore. I'm sorry, go it's right, not, I'm
2: just... it's not Joe Bugle. It's not Jim <laughs> Hannafin, Uh I can't. Th- Don Coryell. It's not even the former St. <laughs> Louis Cardinal coaches. Uh, his team responded by getting beat 40 to 14. Now again, some of the numbers on this. Uh, Todd Bowles was three to one at the Jets. I don't think he's coming back to New York. Uh, Marvin Lewis was three to one for the Bengals. I, wow. I I just think he's if he wasn't fired last year, i mean yeah. come on. Dirk Cutter, 4-1 to uh, to be out in Tampa, though I figured that would be like 1-1. And then Ron Rivera at 5-1 to with Vance Joseph at 10-1. But I was a little bit surprised, Arnie, and then I saw the report this morning from Jason LaConfora from CBS Sports who said that Steve Keim is probably going to join the Raiders front office, could leave Arizona, and that since Steve Wilkes has struggled significantly, they may fire him after just one season as their Ooh. head coach. Surprised by that at all? Or one of those, file that under I couldn't care less?
3: No, well, one, I couldn't care less. I could say <laughs> that. I, or is it the proper way I could care less? I'm not sure. I never figured no, that couldn't. out. Well, Don't start correcting me with grammar, please. And two, maybe they're just saying, look, we've got a young quarterback. We've got to make sure we've got the right coach in place. Better do it now than after about another year or two and start fresh then. So it's probably the right move here. The uh,
2: Cardinals on the season are now 3-11. and They're battling with the Raiders for that all-important Nick Bosa sweepstakes at the top of the draft. They're 1-7 at home, and they're very concerned about the development of Josh Rosen. So, I got to admit, I was a little bit surprised, but it looks as if Steve Wilkes could be on his way out at Arizona, which means, Arnie, you add Arizona to a list that would include Tampa. I right. mean, they're making a change, right? Um, the Jets... Denver? Are
3: I would, they moving I would put, on? I would think I'm gonna. I would be more on the fifty one percent side than the other side. <laughs> gotcha. And then Carolina, though I think
2: Carolina has a chance to save their season. Though it's new ownership, it's a whole new mindset for the franchise. I don't know if that would change anything. But do you think Ron Rivera is coaching for his
3: job over the last three weeks for him? I think he is because it's a five game losing streak. You can't go out like that. You can't you know be six and two. And all of a sudden, you know, be in control of the division to not even close to making the playoffs. So they have got to do something to show that they're still alive the last three games. So you throw the Brown so you throw the Browns and Green Bay in that
2: mix as well, too. Right. Is it is it a slam dunk to say that Cleveland and Green Bay are kind of one one A for the most appealing jobs, or I, would, I would one of those others jump at you?
3: I would give up the rest of the Dolphins of my lifetime, never make it to the Super Bowl if Brett Favre became the head coach of the Green Bay Packers.
2: (laughs) Well, you know it wouldn't be long before he probably installed himself as the starting quarterback. Well, you heard what he said. He said that it was
3: intriguing about the job opening. I would love to see him coach Aaron Rodgers. Oh, it would be like a reality show. I would love that. Well, let's talk about some potential logical
2: choices to fill in for the Packers coming up a bit next hour. And you know what? I know that you know there's two weeks left in the season. we got a lot of playoff possibilities to play out, and we'll do that as, this, as the show rolls on. But we mentioned five potential places where we could have a coaching change. Arnie, I'm going to throw a sixth into the mix, and a guy that we thought might be a Coach of the Year candidate last week, I think it could be gone. We'll get into it next. Hour two from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you. That's right, you. 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote.
3: You better after one hour, Arnie? You feel no, good? No, I'm starting to get a little bit more salty. And by Uh-oh. the way, people are like, what did Arnie send from Vermont? Ben and Jerry's? Yeah, I, I sent a whole bunch so, so it could all melt there. But could you imagine if I was sending Ben and Jerry's, I'd, I'd send you down like Miami Meltdown or something. That would be the newest flavor. It'd be like anchovies and nuts and something horrible I, like that.
2: I hope you maxed out on all of the uh, trademark stuff you got from the miracle in Miami last week. Yeah, people have been stealing that from me. I saw that. It was an, <laughs> it, very interesting. All right, listen, uh, there's a lot of good stuff on Twitter. We'll get to that. Hit us up at Fox Sports Radio, at Stinking Genius 1, at Plank Show. You guys know how to get in touch with us. We'll uh, try to get some calls a little bit later on. Uh, we uh, we got Buy or Sell. Coming up in fifteen minutes, which no one else, in no one sports talker, no one does. It stock up, stock down. You'll hear it only right here, and then we'll take a trip to the locker rooms. Coming and, up, and I'm in not kidding. Final I, I
3: have nothing to look forward to until next September when the NFL starts up again and, and college football starts again. And even at that point, what am I going to be rooting for? It's not like the Dolphins and my Arizona Wildcats are going to do anything anyway. Well,
2: I uh I happened to watch a little bit of the college basketball this weekend. Oh, I think you'll be Oh, a- don't start with that. No, 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 but I think you'll be okay once you get into conference play, Arnie. I think you're going to be okay Baylor once you get smoked us. Play. We,
3: we haven't lost to a non-conference opponent at, at home since 2011, and of course it had to happen when I'm on the air last night. Oh, you were on during that? Oh, yeah, man, of course on the whole game too, the <sighs> the whole 39
2: points. How did you handle that? Not I good? I most of the time. Did you start just, drinking? I, I if, if I was yeah. in that position, I probably just would have ended up being like the uh, coach Hoosiers. I just would have been a disaster by the end of the game. People kept
3: saying, do you have like a dog in your studio? I go, "That's <laughs> it. no, that's me whimpering. Be that's weak- not a dog. <laughs> that's me whimpering the whole time. One of the most intriguing
2: scores from week 16 of the NFL, Bobo, I, I, we're just going to talk about this for a bit, then we'll move on, noted Dallas Cowboy homer Bobo on the wheels of steel tonight, was that Dallas got shut out. And it was for the first time since 2003 that Dallas lost. And you're talking about a team that I think the uh, best way to uh, to put the last four to five weeks for a Cowboy fan would be uh, feeling themselves. Is And I mean that in a good way. I don't mean that in like a, a – odd way, but they were really feeling like they had a team that could make a run. After losing back-to-back games to Washington and Tennessee, they put together five straight wins, which included that pretty dominating defensive performance against the New Orleans Saints. They had a a shootout against the Redskins and then uh, what was a pretty dominating performance the week before, or last week, against the Philadelphia Eagles, only to go on the road and get smoked, 23 to zip. There were people talking heading into today's game. Jerry Jones, Arnie, executive of the year, oh, general manager it. of the year because of the Amari Cooper trade. Oh, I listened to a lot of sports radio last week, and this was the greatest move ever. Still might be. Gil Brandt, Gil Brandt, the great Gil Brandt. This might be the greatest in-season trade ever. Then they get beat, 23 to zip. How's what that they in-season their-
3: trade working for you now, huh?
2: Uh, by the way, Amari Cooper too, leading the Cowboys in receiving yards. Whenever he's only been with them for what six games is pretty incredible. <laughs> pretty incredible. Uh, with that said, Arnie, you know, suddenly Philadelphia's got a little momentum going on the road to beat the Rams.
3: You're not saying that the Cowboys aren't going to win that division, are you?
2: I, I, I'm just, I'm next week. Now the Cowboys have Tampa, who didn't. I mean, they haven't played that well all they'll season beat long. Tampa and they'll Jameis beat the Giants. But Jameis has shown some
3: life. Do you know what he took? You've, I want you to know something, real quick. Do you know that Vegas was taking bets um, on, you know, obviously which teams are going to make the playoffs? They had lines on that. They stopped last week on the Cowboys and said foregone conclusion that they'll make the playoffs. Now I wonder if they're rethinking that, huh? Well, and and again – I'll just—I know—listen, I got your picks.
2: They're in. You're taking them to beat uh, Tampa, and you're taking them to beat the Giants. I told you it.
3: this was going to happen, did I not? I said, look, I don't like the Cowboys, but we saw what's happening with the Redskins and their quarterback situation. The Giants are terrible. The Eagles were going to fall apart. I said, Cowboys are going to win the division, and you mocked me. No, no, i I don't think you're right.
2: I don't necessarily know if that's a slam dunk right now, Arnie. Here's Tampa. Who may have an opportunity to rally the troops? And New York, who's New York played without the last uh, game and a half? Odell Beckham Jr. He kind of key to that whole offensive attack, is he not? They showed it today. You get him back for the final game of the season, Philadelphia suddenly kind of feeling themselves after that win tonight and thinking how close they've been. Houston's a tough one, though, again, Houston's clinched. Houston's in a good spot. Washington's playing Tennessee. Listen, if Washington makes the playoffs, Jay Gruden should be extended for life, okay? I know they wanted him fired, but if they win their last two and make the playoffs, give him a lifetime contract. But, Arnie, Uh, this isn't a slam
3: dunk. How the Texans have 10 wins, I have no idea. I stopped watching them when they went 0-3, so I'm just going to have to take everybody's word for it. Board, that they're ten and four unless they've got proof. Well, you did te- you did say they were going to not yeah. lose another. Did I, I said they were going to win thirteen games? They're going to end up go. winning twelve. So you know, I can't be bad. right on everything. Do you panic yet in Dallas? Or are you? Because
2: my thought is, if this thing, if this bottom falls out in the last two weeks, which again, it's not. It's a long shot. No, if no, it does, no. Panic here. No panic. I mean, I, I don't know if you're using reverse psychology here because no, no, I told you want you it, it to what, happen. No,
3: I. The, the, why would the Cowboys panic? I, they have two easy games. Uh, they're they're in control of the division. I I would have nothing to worry about. It's certainly, and they get the tiebreaker over Philadelphia, do they not? Um. Yeah, but I don't – could they both end up
2: at 8? Yeah, I guess they could both end up at 8-8. Eight and eight. So they won both games against them this year, so they would have the tiebreaker over them. So they can go 1-1 so and, and feel pretty good. They can both finish 9-7. Which is possible, yeah, I guess. But I'm just here to tell you right now, Arnie, I don't think it's a done deal. I don't think it's a done deal that the Cowboys are going to If the okay. – I'll
3: tell you this. If the Cowboys don't win the division and make the playoffs, uh, Jason Garrett will be fired.
2: And that's exactly what I was getting to.
3: If they, if they and you missed Doug Marone. Fallout. Somebody tweeted on in, you missed Doug Marone.
2: Yeah, he's gone. I just kind of figured he was yeah. out as well, too. Good point by the by Bill, the Bill. listening audience there, Bill. But okay, so you're in with me. You, I'm not buying it. It's kind of like the guys leaving before bowl games. I don't like it, but I get it. You're not buying it, but we both feel the same way. If something happens bad in Dallas
3: in the last two weeks, Jason Garrett's out, right? Absolutely. I don't think anything bad's going to happen, because they should be able to take Tampa and, and easily beat my Giants also. Uh, they'll win the division and make the playoffs, but if something crazy does happen, that means they had a terrible loss with one of those two games. And if it is, it's probably going to be the road game to the Giants. They're not a very good road team, the Cowboys. Two and five on the road. So, uh, yeah, Jason Garrett will be fired immediately after that, I'm assuming. Week-to-week league, Arnie.
2: I didn't think there was any chance that Seattle could go on the road and lose to San Francisco. I didn't think Phil, uh, Pittsburgh had anything left after losing to the Raiders last week. Miami beat New England. I thought they were on this trajectory up. Somebody yeah. told me they were going to the Super Bowl, and they all Craziness. reversed their course this week, man. This league makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So help me understand what's going on at the uh, quarterback position in the NFL, Arnie. I watched a game where Josh Johnson beat Cody Kessler. uh, And uh, Jeff Driscoll won a game that he started in which he threw for 130 yards by completing 14 of 33 passes with an interception and a passer rating in the 40s. You know, you see all these great numbers put up by guys like Mahomes and what we've seen this year from Phillip Rivers and Jared Goff at times, even Mitch Trubisky running the football. Tannehill had
3: 108 yards passing for crying out loud.
2: How many turnovers did he end up with? Like two or three today. No, he didn't have any.
3: He didn't have any interceptions. Oh, okay. But yeah, but it was how did he, he was eleven to twenty four? How
2: was he a negative fourteen in some fantasy leagues that I saw? Did he get sacked about twelve times or no,
3: something? I I didn't watch the whole game, but there was a couple of times I noticed it was like fourth and fifty four, and it was like on <laughs> back to back possessions. I don't know I how that's possible. Sack. I I don't know how that's possible.
2: Did did Derek? Did you say nine sacks, Eric? Oh, the Sager did? Holy smokes. Nine. Yeah. Well, there you go. One of There's them must one. have
3: been a big fumble, and they struggled to get it back, and it just kept bouncing backwards, I, I'm assuming, because it was like fourth and 50-something. It was crazy. We've seen some rookies have great
2: weeks, like uh, I mean, Josh Allen's had a couple of good weeks, and he'll have a day like he did today. Though they still won the game, Baker had a big week, and then you'll see Sam Darnold look good, and then he looked bad. I mean, my point is, we're riding this roller coaster, and I can't tell if we're seeing great quarterback play in the league, or if we've just have if we just have a few standouts and quarterback play is still a major issue
3: in this I league from we're a consistency to see point. Defenses are starting to step it up. Look at that! All of a sudden, the Mahomes who had un. Uh, you know, Madden-type numbers coming back to earth. Goff uh, crashing back to earth. Carson Wentz never got back up in the air after he came crashing back down to earth. <laughs> a-, a lot of big-name quarterbacks all of a sudden are being taken over by these great defenses.
2: And I think you got to give credit to the defensive coordinators for not tapping out on it, right? I mean, they just didn't say, hey, that's part of the game, so we just got to outscore them. They've consistently gone out and kept grinding away, for like tonight's game. Even though it was a 30-23 game, um, the Eagles ended up winning that game. They were a 13-and-a-half-point underdog heading into that game tonight, Arnie. That was the largest underdog by any defending Super Bowl champ in a game, and they went out and did it. Did they do it with a high-flying offense? No, they did it with defense. They were constantly in Jared Goff's face. I'm with you, Arnie. I agree with you on this. I think defenses are starting to ratchet up in the NFL a little bit last, I, as we I, head down the home stretch.
3: Well, obviously the Rams losing Cooper Cup, that I mean—that that hurt a little bit, but it shouldn't make your entire offense stagnant, and all of a sudden you lose your way completely. So I, I can't say one guy is going to destroy you that much. You still should be able to go ahead and push on. As for the other offenses, I mean, Kansas City, mm. I'm scratching my head how you let a 28-14 lead slip through your fingers with five minutes left. That unexcusable. Now, people are going to say, oh, Mahomes 0-3 in big games. Chiefs are 0-6 in their last six home playoff games. That's going to be wearing on them when they play, uh, when the playoffs come around.
4: Yeah,
2: especially whenever you look at who they could potentially be playing. Because if I'm looking at these numbers and seeds right, the Patriots would not host in the first round of Patriots the Patriots are number Arnie. three seed right now. So, that would mean that there was there would be what a likely and again. Let's just assume. Let's just assume that the higher seeds would win. That would mean Kansas City would host Pittsburgh. No, they Pittsburgh don't assume could...
3: that because Pittsburgh would have to play the Chargers in the first round.
2: I'm I just, uh, I'm yeah. assuming the higher seats would win. I, yeah. I, I, I'm I, not disagreeing with you. Right. I think that would be a hell of a game, and I'd look forward to it. But, I mean, they would still be playing a really damn good team in that first yeah, playoff way, yeah. round. Yeah. Either way, even, if it was Pittsburgh or if it was Los Angeles. And then, boy, that wouldn't be a gimme either. For the Patriots going to Houston— I mean, and then they would have to beat either the Ravens, Colts, or Titans, or Dolphins, whoever get in on that. I mean, this is... This is getting a little bit dicey now in the AFC, but you're right. You have to start having concerns in our two big offensive markets, Los Angeles and Kansas City. No panic time yet, Arnie, but concerns have to be
3: ratcheted up just a little bit with the way teams have been playing defense against them. Yeah, I'd be worried if I was a Kansas City fan. It's starting to feel like it. it's not falling apart, but you're trying to hold the sand in your hand, and it's coming through the cracks <laughs> of your finger, and, and you're like trying to get your other hand to make sure it doesn't fall to the ground, but it's coming out slowly. You better do something.
2: Something. All right, uh, it is time for buy or sell. We'll do it when we come back. But how about this? Uh, I've had several of y'all send this to me, including UCLA Dodger Frank. But as we go to break, your uh, weekly reminder that it's not easy to gamble. Uh, a better came in today oh, to yeah. the MGM Race Sportsbook and dropped 180000 on the Rams, Rams money line to win $20,000. Wow. The MGM also took a $115,000 wager uh at the Borgata on the first half over of 26, which seems a a little bit crazy from that perspective. And according to this on the money line, I think uh who sent this in? To us? It was this only was it was Paul.
3: uh it was what? 26 at halftime, right?
2: Yep, and then here's another. I think this is along the same lines of that other story. A Nevada better put 70000 on the William Hill app on the Rams to win straight up. Would wow. have only won them $10,000. Ended up losing it all. Ouch. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's unique. It's original. No one else is doing it. It's buy or sell from week 16 of the NFL. Wait, hold on. Week 15? 15. No, no, no. Week 15 of the NFL here on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank, buy or sell from week 15. But first, we're brought to you by Discover. Become a new card member, and Discover card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Uh, Twitter, at Stinking Genius 1. Oh, yeah, we've Plank been getting Joe. a
3: lot of them. You you need to pick I, that up.
2: Oh, my gosh. It Wasn't that like my New Year's resolution as well, too, was to do a, a better job? Two notes, though. Mr. Spanier, that you've been responsible for pointing out to me first, involving your Patriots. Oh, listen, wow. This is big time, huh? They have allowed 7.64 yards per carry over the last three games. That's the worst three-game mark in franchise history. Wow. And the fourth worst by any team in the NFL since the merger.
4: <laughs> Someone
2: had asked on Twitter, and I'm curious. I, wow. Again, we, we all know that you're a closet New England Patriot fan, but is it a good week or a bad week whenever the Patriots win for Arnie in your, uh, in no, your local No, no, no.
3: It's a great week when the Patriots lose. I rub it in. I We have fan-watching parties. We get everybody coming out to the local establishment, and I rub it in every time the— yeah, the, Dolphin, the Dolphin game, I was insufferable. I thought I was going to get attacked by the Patriot fans. Uh, so it's a good time. I love it. Because, you know, I got my other co-host is a Patriot homer. And, right. and my other millennial host is a Seattle fan. So, you know, he's, like, indifferent to the whole thing. He
2: doesn't care. He's like, oh, yeah, I he football. Care. Yeah, exactly.
3: Eh, I don't care. And then the other note is
2: today did, I guess you could say, rubber stamp slash seal What's become a regularity, or something regular in the NFL, the Bears, who finished dead last in the NFC North last oh, yeah. season, worst to first turnaround, which means now in 15 of the last 16 seasons, wow. at least one team has finished in first place in the division the season after finishing either in last or tied
3: for that's last that's that, That's crazy. That's why every year you and I, Say, well, which team's going worse the first this year? Because it's happened now 15 of the last 16 years. Actually, I, I think there's a better stat than that one. I I thought it was, like, more than that even.
2: I bet it might be. I bet if yeah. you started digging a little bit deeper, it would go further. And then one other note from the Sunday night football game, which finished with the, uh, I guess you could say, shocking win for the Philadelphia Eagles. Jared Goff now has more interceptions in his last three games than he had in his first 11 Oh. He's had seven picks now oh. in his last three games. And he uh, – well, he had obviously less than that in his first 11 games I'm going to have to take so.
3: him out of the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, I know, right? I'm going to have to take you know, him out. But, you know, hey – we need to make the. You can work your way back in because yes, you we can. saw Deshaun Watson. All right, time to buy or sell, stock high, stock down, high, whatever you want to put on it. This is where we tackle the biggest topics in the NFL and put Arnie's spin on it. Are you ready, Arnie? I'm ready to roll. Go ahead. We'll start right there in Los Angeles. Buy or sell, time to panic with the Rams.
3: Yeah, it's time to panic, especially what you've seen over the last couple of games. Now, uh, it's not like they're going to miss out on the playoffs, but there's a strong <laughs> possibility that they might not even get the top two seeds. They could lose out to the Bears, who gets the tiebreaker over them. Next thing you know, Rams are playing in a wild-card game first weekend against somebody like the Minnesota Vikings, or how about a rematch? They might play Philadelphia, or, or, uh-huh. if that's even possible, if Philadelphia squeezes in as a number six seed. so. Uh, can you imagine that as a rematch? But, yeah, it's time to get a little bit nervous if you're a Ram fan out there.
2: Well, keep in mind, that I keep forgetting about this, too. I was talking about the Eagles getting in and winning the division. That wild card race is ridiculous for the sixth seed right now yeah, in the Minnesota's NFC. Minnesota's only a
3: half game ahead of uh, Philadelphia and Washington.
2: Yeah, it's 7-6-1, and one, and the Carolina Panthers improve it with the win tomorrow, which again, they've got to beat New Orleans, yeah. to 7-7, seven and seven. so you have four teams right there battling for that last playoff spot, and includes Philadelphia, which gets us back over to the AFC. The Patriots have now lost consecutive games in December for the first time since weeks 15 and 16 in 2002. Oh, by the way... 2002 is the only season that Tom Brady has missed the playoffs. Now, remember, he had the year whenever his knee got tore up in uh, the first game of the season, but he wasn't the, the starter for the entire season. So, with that said, Arnie, Jonas Knox talked about it. Brady Quinn talked about it. The play where it looked like Tom Brady was trying to throw the ball away and got picked yeah. off. He looked uh, he looked 40, I think, is the best way to put it. So, same question for the Rams. I pose to you on the Patriots, Arnie. Is it time to panic that the dynasty is over in New
3: England? If you're going to say, is it time to panic over the dynasty, then I'm going to say yes. They look very pedestrian. You're right about Tom Brady, who looked every bit of 40-ish uh, for the first time that I've ever seen. But if we're talking about, you know, are they going to miss out on the playoffs, or are they going to get eliminated early? Remember now, they're like Alabama. They've got the Citadel and the Citadel coming up twice with the Jets and the Bills. And their home games, of course. And both of them are home games. So they'll get uh, healthy real quick with those two on deck. That doesn't mean that will get them ready for the playoffs. But that will solidify them being a number two or a number three seed, I think.
2: Yeah, and then, of course, buy or sell. The Steelers are back, Arnie. Now, remember, after they lost to the Raiders last week, they were sitting at 7-5-1. and We started to question whether or not they would win their division, and they finally do it. They win a meaningful game today against the New England Patriots, and most importantly from that, maintain their division lead. They were your pick in the preseason
3: to win the Super Bowl. Are the Steelers back on track? Um, they're not really back on track, though. That was an impressive victory over the Patriots and the defense did a phenomenal job, but you'll see that they're not back on track when they get clobbered by the saints next weekend on the road, they will finish out and win against, I believe Cincinnati is the final week. So they will be nine, six and one, and then coin flip like anybody else. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. Big Ben makes some of the worst decisions uh, for a major quarterback I've ever seen in my life. We're talking about Tom Brady with that interception, I Ro- Roethlisberger had some bonehead moves also, so let's let's not put it all on Brady. So keep in mind now as we shift back
2: to the NFC, the Saints have to play the Panthers tomorrow night, or if you're on the East Coast tonight on Monday Night Football. The Rams fell to 11-3. The Bears win today. They're 10-4, so technically they're only a game back of that top spot if the Saints lose tomorrow right. night, which I don't know if they will. But with that said, are the Bears now
3: the most famous feared team in the NFC, Arnie? That would be yes, because they have the best defense in the NFC. Obviously, their offense has a lot to be desired, but if you're playing in Chicago in the cold weather... In one of those brutal freezing games with that crowd. And Trubisky, who really can't beat you with his arm, all of a sudden is scrambling left and right, picking up 50 yards here and rush, rushes for more than 100 yards. Next thing you know, Bears get a couple of turnovers because they got that great defense. And they yep. they win a game like 23-20 or something like that. Yeah, the the Bears are the best team, or at least the most feared team right now in the NFC.
2: Yeah, and think if you get a home game. I mean, right now, they're still on the outside looking in for a home game. They would still have to play on that opening weekend and they would likely host the last wild card, which as it sits here today, though we still have two games remaining in their season, that would be a rematch with Minnesota, which wasn't that bad of a game on Sunday night football a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, I'm with you. Especially if they could was what, slide the seven up.
3: interceptions?
2: Uh was it seven picks that they had in that game? I think so. Uh, If they can move up to number two, look out. uh, And I guess they would be knocking on the door right there at number one. All right, listen, I I have a couple more here that we need to get to, including some non playoff questions. Like,. We, may, we have a team that's essentially homeless next year, and it's kind of near and dear to my heart. So we'll dive into that coming up in just a bit from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios by yourself from week 15 of the NFL. But first, before we go further in depth, Steve Desegar is in the house with What's Trending. What's going on, Steve?
4: You mentioned the worst to first, which we see yet again in the NFL. That is 15 of the last 16 years. I don't think it's a lot before that, because remember when the Houston Texans joined, they realigned, and you were only a fourth place team last place. Oh, Look at you. Look Four at teams, you. Four each division these last, what, since 2002 or so. Brilliant. But still. That's impressive. The Bears last place last year, first place this year. So 15 of the last 16 seasons, yes. One team has gone from worst to first. It's Chicago this year. They're up to 10 wins and counting. They're right behind the Rams trying for the two seed. Chicago has won seven of its last eight games. They beat Green Bay 24-17 today. Aaron Rodgers was sacked five times. And the Rams then lost tonight. Jared Goff, no touchdowns, two interceptions. He threw for 339 yards. Don't let it fool you. It wasn't a great game, and he missed throws and the Rams have lost two straight Sunday nights, including the bad offensive game at the Bears last weekend. Philadelphia beat the Rams in LA tonight, 30-23. It was 30-13 with 10 minutes to go. Rams with three turnovers total, including that special teams gaffe with about three minutes left. Pittsburgh beat New England 17-10. Tom Brady one touchdown, also one interception in the red zone in the fourth quarter, and Brady threw four straight incompletions in the final minute at about the Pittsburgh 20. San Francisco in overtime upset Seattle, 20 623 indianapolis and tennessee with shutout wins victories for washington and minnesota also wins for atlanta and cincinnati victories for baltimore and buffalo baltimore is going to be at the chargers this saturday night online car shopping can be confusing not anymore with true price from TrueCar. now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience in the nba late game The Denver Nuggets beat Toronto 95-86, so Denver is 20-9 this season. The Raptors from three-point range, 7 of 35. The Mets agreed to a two-year deal with catcher Wilson Ramos. And a couple of notes on the Rams' Todd Gurley in the loss. He did get up to now 21 touchdowns this season from scrimmage. The last time a player had done that in the first 14 games of a season, Ladanian Tomlinson over a decade ago with the Chargers and Sean Alexander the year before that did so with the Seahawks. Those were MVP seasons for those two. And I don't know if you mentioned that in Rams history, they're now the only team with three different players who've done this, at least 20 touchdowns from scrimmage. And at least 1,700 yards from scrimmage the same season. Gurley's done it. Marshall Falk, of course, had done it. Eric Dickerson had done it. Gurley not only had two touchdown runs, but 10 receptions in the loss tonight for 76 yards. But Rams throw incomplete in the end zone on the final play. Lose by seven.
2: Good stuff, Steve, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com. For a free rate. At quote. least Couple I still of- have
3: my Lakers, so I got that to hang my hat on. Well, not after today. Oof, no. that was wow.
2: Not pretty against the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, TJ writes, Arnie, once again, picking the Steelers to beat your Patriots was like taking candy from a baby. Brady is old, and I look for the Patriots to trade for... Mullins from the 49ers no, in the off season. It. Gar Apollo is injury-prone, so get Mullins. Jeez. Yeah. Can I tell you something? That was one of my uh, favorite troll – and I assume it was a troll take because there's no way Jason Smith could have been serious whenever he was laying out how there was going to be a – quarterback battle between the first backup for the Niners who had one good game and Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> next year and then he doubled down after the Raiders got smoked by Mullins and said, oh, I'm sorry, it's going to be Mullins versus oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, stop it! You guys got to chill out on that. Um, hey, This is from Mike. Mike writes, have Arnie do his Dallas Cowboy fan impression that now if, Dallas, uh, if Arnie goes anywhere near Dallas he needs armed security and body armor because they want to string him up a flagpole. I I've never heard your Dallas impersonation, Arnie. Is you ever a- heard
3: when I do my southern accent and I talk to the fans like this and they get they get upset when I do this?
2: That almost has a little bit of a <laughs> of a lower pitch Jerry Jones yeah, too, just yeah. a little bit. If you get a little whisper going on it too, you might be able to figure it out. Uh, and then one more uh, one more quick one here from the Twitter's fear. Uh, our man Antelope put us up and said, "Arnie, after watching the Giants, I actually lost vacation days." That's, yeah, I, uh, could, I could see that. Oof, I lost sleep
3: over it. That's what I've hey, done.
2: Uh, buy or sell, by the way, before we dive back into it head first, there's no way they can really bring back Eli next year, right? I mean, I know there is, but Logically, if you're moving forward, you kind of start fresh, right? You go get Herbert in the draft or Dwayne Haskins and you just no, you start stop your it. new no,
3: no, 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 you're, you're going back with Eli. You're going to build on the 5-9. and nine. Right. You're going to say, look, uh, the 63-yard field goal was a game we won, so that should make us 6-8, and eight, and this is another game we should have won. That should have made us 7-7. Seven and seven. We didn't have Odell the last couple of games. You build off that and see what happens. And it's not like the NFC East is a juggernaut anyway.
2: Uh, and then are these, you know what? These are such good tweets. I I, I hate to waste. I'm picking the Giants to go from worst to first next year. I just want you to know that right now. Ooh, mark that one down. Yeah, mark, mark that but, down. Uh, 420 specialist sooner, Mike. With your questions coming up in just a bit, but Arnie buy or sell? The homeless Raiders will stay in the quote unquote Bay Area and actually play in Santa Clara next year.
3: You buying that? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not buying that. I'm not really sure where they're going to end up. I don't know what the favorites are outside of Oakland, and I know you mentioned Santa Clara, but I'm thinking they may have to leave the state of California, to be honest with you. I would just kind of be like a traveling circus and go to a bunch of places that don't have football. Maybe that's better off, but it's uh, I, I've never seen a, a sports team... Get in a situation like this. It's gotten real ugly, Chris. Well, and and, and here was,
2: i got to be honest, I got a little bit perturbed with some of the reporting today because the NFL wants the Raiders to figure this out. Well, what are they supposed to do? I mean, the the city is suing them. I mean, they're basically trying to play all Barney. I almost cussed on the air. They're trying to play Mr. Tough Guy. Listen, I completely understand. I'm mad, too, about it. But there's also a point to where, okay, you're going to, try to sue them, which isn't going to work, and they're still going to leave. Do you think they're magically going to say, well, they're suing
3: us, so guys, stop building that stadium in Vegas. You, We're going back to Oakland. I just know, don't get it. You know what's surprising is that the owners haven't done anything yet. When the owners really want exactly. something, uh, and, you know, done. Jerry Jones gets together, and, you know, he's the one that made it happen for the Rams and, you know, that stadium and out there. I'm surprised they haven't gotten together all the owners and said, hey, this is turning into a debacle. Let's figure this out and do something about it because the Raiders are in such influx. What can we do to help them out because yeah. we can't have it like this?
2: I, and, and the fact that they haven't yet and the fact that there was a report that came out that would say along the lines of, well, the NFL is telling the Raiders they need to figure it out. Well, how about some help? Because y'all are the ones that own all the
3: stadiums and yeah. you're who we need help if, from right if now. It wasn't, if it wasn't Mark Davis that owns the team, I'd be honest. You'd start hearing a lot of rumors of people saying, "You know what? Just sell me the team. This is you've run it into the ground." But if it wasn't passed down uh, from you know from father to son, there'd be a lot of talk about that. What you want to add to that, real quick, Steve?
4: And guys, there was just a few minutes ago a tweet from Jason Cole, longtime NFL writer, that an Oakland City Councilman said today that the intention of the city lawsuit against the team is to keep the team brand in Oakland, the name, the logos, right. the colors. Money damages as well. So if you guys figure it out, that isn't just leaving the Raiders on an island. It's not like they're not moving. Everything's set in stone. They are building a stadium in Vegas. There are things to be decided, including, of course, a home site for next year. They're
2: the Raiders. They're not. You're, you're not getting the brand, Oakland. They, they were <laughs> the Raiders. We're
3: just going to have to change their name. No. No. Yeah. No, not happening. They were the Avengers. Wait, they, 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 they were a, the L. A. Yeah. Raiders at one point. Remember? Yeah, yeah how about exactly.
2: That? Exactly. Can can I pose? If if you're a city, I, I hear this a lot in San Antonio. But if you do, you guys feel like the NFL is going to expand? I I feel like they're pretty good at 32. I don't see them adding any teams. Right? We, we don't see expansion on the horizon unless I'm crazy. It's a perfect
4: you, number of 32. Just right. what we talked about with the divisions,
2: but. There could be franchises that move. You see the Raiders have gone to Vegas. Uh, go, I mean, the Rams went from St. Louis to L.A. We've seen teams move around. If you're a city like San Antonio or I, I don't know how many other cities might be pining away for a potential NFL team, Man, i do whatever is necessary to provide a temporary home for the Raiders. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Raiders fan, Arnie. But go back to 2005. Yeah. Whenever, whenever the New Orleans Hornets, at the time they were the Hornets, needed a home. And Hurricane Katrina had hit. It had decimated the area. They needed a place to play for a couple of years. They went to Oklahoma City. And Oklahoma City showed what? That they can take care of an NBA team. Now, granted, it helped whenever one of your owners bought the Seattle SuperSonics and then moved them out from under your eye, your nose. But they showed they could handle it. They they sold not just the association, but they sold Clay Bennett that hey, this this can work, man. If I'm the if I'm San Antonio, I get that stupid turf out of the Alamo Dome. I put in something more. Uh, Reese it and I fix it, and I try to make it a home for a what year. About them them to what about San Diego?
3: What about going there, there for a few go. years? Okay,
2: great, you're right. Do whatever it takes to get him there for a year and say, you know, you know what? We can be an NFL city, or we have been and we still can be. If I'm St. Louis, I'm probably breaking my back, even though St. Louis is 0-2 with teams, so they probably have run out of opportunity. Also, it doesn't
4: but- need to be a 50,000-seat stadium, as the Chargers' no. temporary home has proven. That's a three-year home. And remember the comments from the NFL commissioner this week. They have a schedule to finish up by early February for 2019, so wow. they need to- the Raiders to get this figured out by then.
2: So, uh, anyway, I'm not trying to get too fired up here, but let me get back to the field with one more buy or sell before I get caught up in all of the Raider madness. Uh, Arnie, buy or sell, beyond the incredible numbers from the Chiefs, beyond the incredible run recently from the Texans, and the big win today from the Steelers, the sleeper team to end up in the Super Bowl is the Los
3: Angeles Chargers. Uh, well, sleeper team, I'm not so sure. I'm going to count them as sleeper because if you're thinking because they're a wild card into the sleeper, okay, I'll give you a little bit of that. If we're talking strictly real sleeper team, watch the hell out for the Baltimore Ravens. What's going on there? Their Ooh. defense is unbelievable. And Lamar Jackson turned into a much better quarterback than I even gave him credit for. I thought he was going to be a starter and replace Flacco, but I didn't know he was going to be this decent. I'm not going to say great, but this good. Right now. So if you're really going to get a sleeper, I'll give you the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC. I like that. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports
2: Radio Studios, more sleepers, more favorites on the ropes, and more Sager next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Real quick, before Sager slides in, Josh hits us up on Twitter He writes, Arnie, watch out for the Colts. No one wants to play this team. They're right on the cusp of the playoffs right now. They shut out the Cowboys today. Yeah, nobody was saying that
3: when they lost 6-0 to Jacksonville, though, did they?
2: That was an ugly game.
3: (laughs) Week-to-week league, man. Week-to-week League, Sager.
2: what's going on? What, are, what that, are we missing out on tonight?
4: Yeah, that 6-0 Colts loss a few weeks ago, that is their only loss since mid-October, just for the wow. record. And Andrew Luck is not getting hit and sacked like he was before, and this is just a different team than we had seen the last couple of years. Your good point, Artie, about the Ravens defense needs to be brought out because this is going to be the Saturday night game as Ravens at Chargers In this pass-happy era of the league, there are three or four teams in the entire NFL that are averaging giving up under 20 points a game. I mean, we had Oakland against Cincinnati today. They're giving up 30 points a game each (laughs) on average. Tampa Bay, Kansas City are those types of teams. But the Bears' defense, Baltimore defense, Baltimore's giving up under 20 points a game. Dallas, Tennessee's been that type of defense. It's very rare, so it's something to think about and— John Harbaugh is not getting fired yet, people.
3: Yeah, but, you know, just in defense of that, it's not like they're playing offensive juggernauts. I mean, Cleveland was learning under Baker Mayfield and you know, Cincinnati. Uh, It's not like they're an offensive juggernaut also, though. They do have some weapons. So I I think that plays into it a, a little bit.
4: Yeah, the schedule does, but this is for a whole season allowing that. So that includes Ooh. keeping Kansas City under 30, right, and that's right. even with overtime last weekend. Wow. Keeping New Orleans to mid-20s uh, is the same, and very low scoring against Cleveland earlier in the season. Well, you're not so,
3: saying they're like, what, the, the old Bears defense or the Killer Bees? Or actually, of-
4: regarding the Bears, the legendary Mike North was on with Jonas Knox talking Bears on the show before you, and they heartily agreed, each as Bear fans, that— this Bears defense this year is the best since the 85 Bears that Chicago oh, yeah. has seen. But not better than 85, that's for no, sure. No, of course not. But since then, and that's over 30 years, we do have a Monday night game coming up of New Orleans, 11-2, and tops in the NFC. And after the Rams have lost two Sunday nights in a row, New Orleans has all but wrapped up the number one seed in the NFC. And they're playing at Carolina, which has lost five in a row. And yet... <laughs> the redskins won today on that last second field goal so they're 7 and 7 not out of it yet eagles won tonight they're 7 and 7 not out of it yet if the panthers can get a win an upset of the saints tomorrow night they'd be 7 and 7 and not out of it yet cuz the team with the last playoff spot right now is 7-6 and 1 the minnesota vikings so a Look team out. somewhere around 500 is going to get that last so, playoff spot so so
3: we are officially saying that a tie helps the vikings Instead of hurting them, right? Is what we're that, saying
4: that, is seven and seven, six and one is better than seven. And no, because I, I, yes.
3: I, I want to know now that <laughs> do you play for the tie or you don't play. Remember when Indianapolis didn't they yeah. lose a game that they pretty much could have played for the tie? Uh, how how that would affect them right now? They would oh, be yeah. uh, instead of eight and six, they'd be eight five and one, and in the playoffs now if they would have settled for the tie how about that because yeah, the
4: Colts and Titans at 8 and 6 are on the outside right now but they can yeah. play each other in a couple weeks like to that, end huh? the season if the Ravens have a hiccup that Colts Titans game could mean a ton that final wow. week weekend of the season now Josh Johnson i must mention was the Redskins quarterback today as they hit that field goal at Jacksonville to win 16-13 on the final play. This is a guy who was in his first NFL start in more than seven years. Mm. For a Washington team today that was six minutes left was down 13-6, to and yet they win, they snap the four-game losing streak, and the season isn't over
3: yet. DeSegar, you need to look up a record for me. What is the guy that's been in the league the longest, that's played the fewest games?
4: Oh, that's a good question.
3: I mean, it's got to be a backup quarterback. Is. yeah, is like a Char- Charlie
4: Whitehurst type. Yeah. yeah. I, I
3: did, well, no, Whitehurst actually played a lot. He played for Dallas. I mean, there's got to be a guy who's been in the league 10 years and played maybe like two games or something. I like don't know. Billy
4: Volick, someone like yeah, that. that. Yeah, now you're talking. Well,
3: Volick also played a little bit, but yeah, something like that.
4: That's a good one. Somebody ought to look that up. Because yeah. <laughs> guys like George Bland, they played into their 40s, but right. they wound up being regulars for yeah, much back, of their yeah, careers like, and uh, then uh, became Don a Strzok kicker. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lamar Jackson getting the starts these days for the Ravens and on the soggy field against Tampa Bay. He ran for 95 yards today in the Baltimore victory. So according to NFL Network this morning, the Ravens are expected to move on from Joe Flacco this offseason. So they have a rookie quarterback, Jackson. The rookie running back, who's now their starter, Gus Edwards, was over 100 yards on the ground today. The Baltimore Ravens have rushed for at least 190 as a team in five straight games. That hasn't happened since the 1976 Pittsburgh Steelers did so in five straight when they had Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer. So this is amazing. When you add quarterback ground yardage, what they're doing on the ground, and that's what the Chargers will have to stop on uh, Saturday night. And finally, the 49ers have actually won consecutive games for the first time this season. They beat Seattle in overtime. San Francisco had lost 10 straight head-to-head against Mm. Seattle. So Richard Sherman beats the Seahawks today. Seattle committed three personal fouls on one drive in the third quarter. They finished with 14 penalties, nearly 150 yards in penalties. So while Chris Carson had over 100 yards rushing and Russell Wilson to Doug Baldwin a couple times for TDs in the first half, a loss for Seattle. They don't clinch yet, and Seattle next Sunday night is hosting Kansas City.
2: Wow. Look out. It's going to be a fun Sunday night football game. We'll be talking about it right here. Good stuff, Steve. Hey, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Arnie and I will hit up the locker rooms. We'll get you some of the best post-game audio from today. We'll hit your tweets. Really good stuff rolling in, so keep them coming at Stinking Genius 1, at Plank Show and at Fox Sports Radio. Two down, one to go right here with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour. Let's
3: go, Arnie. Let's go. Do you know we're going to have a team in the playoffs that started the season 0-3 and, and another team uh, that started 1-2? and 2? One of them's Houston. Who's the other? Dallas the Chargers? One and, no, Dallas was 1-2. I'm sure there's probably maybe others, but... What was the stat? If you're 0-2, your chances of making the playoffs was like less than 10%. percent Owen 3 it was like, what, 3% or something ridiculous. Uh, we've got some,
2: yes, and I'll say this much. I was very much on board with someone who was ready to tap out on the Texans, and they have proven me wrong. That's been a really fun ride for Bill O'Brien's crew as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I was going through our audio for later in this hour. Oh, by the way, Seattle started 0-2 oh, also. And they're in position, even though that was a very odd. I mean, every there's a, half the league's games today are hard to figure out, to be real honest with you. But um, there's some interesting audio tonight, Arnie. I mean, Sean McVay pointing fingers at players, uh, Tom Brady downtrodden, and even Aaron Rodgers Kind of taking shots at his teammates late in the season, probably some frustration boiling over. I would imagine, isn't it?
3: Yeah, Tom Brady was a uh, very uh, down, uh, was downright quiet, is what he was. He he was like doing a Bill Belichick, his best Belichick impersonation because you couldn't even understand him. He was just doing some mumbling and very short answers. Obviously, very upset about the game.
2: Yeah, I don't think I could blame him with the way things went. But bef- but before, no, we how hit- many points did they have? Who else are you gonna blame? Well, that's true. Um, before we get any further in uh, into this hour and before I let Arnie unleash his hate on the New England Patriots, which, by the way, I was trying to figure out, do you actually enjoy building up the Cowboys more, which you seem to do every single week, or burying the Patriots? Which is or, your favorite pastime?
3: Uh, look, I hate the Cowboys also. You have to understand, I worked in Dallas. I know I when I look when I went to go work for CBS, I was supposed to go to Detroit. That was good I was so excited. I'm like, oh my goodness, blue collar town. This is gonna be great. My wife and I were packing up in like two, three days before I was supposed to drive up there. They go, yeah, there's gonna be a little bit of a change. You're going to Dallas. And I and I, and I started to cry right there on the phone. <laughs> I, I just started the ball like a like a third grader saying, please don't do this to me, what did I do wrong, I take back anything I said, you know, don't make me go to Dallas, I'm sorry for whatever I did wrong, but, uh, you know, I was forced to go down there. It was, it was, I was there two years, it was like the longest 12 years of my life, it's like dog years there. Every six or seven years is one year, it was, it was crazy.
2: I love Dallas. I don't know what your deal is with Dallas. You, you, you didn't go to the right places. All right, let's get a couple of tweets in here then, uh, like this one from the Lil Troller, yeah. uh, who writes, When Arnie was in Dallas with his gravelly voice and insanely ridiculous sports takes, did fans think he was from a different country like, say, Canada and spoke a different language?
3: Arnie? Why Canada? Do I sound like I have a Canadian accent, eh? I don't even know what he's talking about there. By the way, uh, Colts started 1-5. and I should bring that up also. And they look where they are, right in the midst. Of Chances, everything. I bet it's less than one percent that you're going to make the
2: playoffs when you start one and five. Uh, at four twenty, specialist. don't know what that's about. Are the Chargers the most feared team in the AFC? They have to be, but will they fall apart in the playoffs? Not this year. What do you think, guys? Chargers,
3: Saints, Super Bowl. Wow, uh, I can see the ratings going something. down the tubes. Yeah, going down the tubes right off the bat. There, I don't know if they're the most feared team. But if they're not, I don't know who's a close second to them right now other than the Kansas City Chiefs, who don't scare me all that much either. So maybe they are the most feared team. I don't know who else you're going to pick in the AFC. We So here's what's interesting. I was thinking about this.
2: We we trust the Patriots because of their history, but we think they're getting old. Or at least we've seen that the last couple of weeks, right? From the the failed attempt to stop the, I almost said Hail Mary, but the, an incredible play by the Dolphins, to just not – making a big play when you needed it today on the road to Pittsburgh, Arnie, we kind of lost a little bit of trust because they weren't able to seal the deal in Pittsburgh like they seemingly do every year in December.
3: Plus their defense is just atrocious. You read that stat about uh, them giving up the running game. You're not going to win anything when you're giving up numbers like that. Pittsburgh, I mean, I just can't
2: figure them out. Someone pointed out that they're, uh bill writes, "Let's face reality: the Steelers cannot win on the road for some reason." Do, do we trust the Steelers? I don't know. You you feel like you can't trust the Chiefs or the Chargers based on one thing: history. Neither team has really done it for us in the playoffs outside of the the Chiefs before most of us were born. And the Chargers, whatever, Stan Humphreys led them to that blowout in the, at, at the hands of the 49ers. And then you throw Houston in there, which is a bit of an unknown just because they, they've they kind of quietly gone on their run this year. They haven't got a lot of pub. People aren't talking about them yeah, as Super not Bowl because contenders. because it's not
3: a, t- not a tough schedule. If the Chiefs lose at home in the first round this year, they may riot out in Kansas City. Well, I guess my question, who do you really trust right now in the AFC? It, it's not that I, I – you know i have a bigger trust for the chargers than everybody else they're probably playing a little bit better football uh it's just a, it's just one big mishmash it's not like yeah. right now there's still 2 weeks left the patriots are going to win two more games but that doesn't mean at 11 and 5 I'm ready to say okay now they're the leader because they've right. played two direct teams in buffalo and and the jets and both of them are at home i'm not ready to put my trust in the steelers also so i guess if i'm picking any team it'd be Kansas City or the or the chargers but I'd probably go with the Chargers, because Kansas City, uh, what they've done over the last three games really scares me. Speaking of New England, Eddie writes, Today, guys, Brady
2: looked like he was 40 years old in dog years. Gotta think Pats fans are really worried now. Gronk looks like a used car from the junkyard, and they have zero defense.
3: Yeah, Gronk's like the car you buy as is. There's no warranty on that one. There's you're, you're, get, Buyer beware, buyer beware. He looks at the end. I already said this locally. Uh, this will be Gronk's last year. I can't see him suiting up one more year for the Patriots. I just don't think that's going to happen. He may have to leave that money on the table.
2: Yeah, he tried to retire before the start of this season in some people's eyes. Well, he didn't try. He
3: threatened to retire because they wanted to trade him to Detroit.
2: Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah. right. He threw down and said, hey, listen, you trade me to Brady's Detroit my I'm quarterback.
3: Retiring. Only catch passes from Brady.
2: Uh, Sooner Mike writes, can anyone explain why the Cowboys suck? Are the Cowboys stuck with a mediocre quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years based off of one good season? No,
3: you have a a coach that makes you 8-8 every year. So what are you complaining about? You're 8-6 right now.
2: I'd feel good about 8-8 every single year. But here's the thing. I'd die for that. Week-to-week league, though. I-, I say that over and over, and people get mad. It's like, hey, come on, give us something more original. I really can't. That's where we are right now. This is a week-to-week league, and as bad as they appear this past week, they could be fantastic next week in, in destroying Tampa Bay, and suddenly everyone's going to tell you how great things are. It's just – it's a week to week league. I, I personally, Arnie, as much as I laid out the scenario to start hour two, and I haven't talked much to Bobo about this, but I, I'm not down on him. I just I think that's this league. I think you're going to have rough weeks. And Indianapolis had a good game plan. The Cowboys, with their opportunity to get momentum, missed field goal. Had a guy drop a touchdown pass. I mean, yes, shutout suck, but I'm not ready to bury the Cowboys yet. Is that? wrong of me? Am I being too rosy enough? I'm not telling you they're going to the Super Bowl, but by no means am I trying to, even though the scenario we laid out, I'm still thinking they're on that greased path towards the playoffs well, I, right I now.
3: I can't bury the Cowboys because I never put them up there on the pedestal to begin with. I just said they were going to win their division. If I was, you know, ranking the teams that are going to make the playoffs in the NFC, they're not in the top five. How about that? So, I think the well, Cowboys are the worst team out of all the playoff teams in the NFC. Well, if they're if they're in the if they're in the playoffs, they're in the top four. No, 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 <laughs> no, that's seeding. I'm just talking right. about if I was ranking them personally, one through six. The Saints, the Rams, the Bears, all better than the Cowboys. I'd even take the Seahawks over the Cowboys. And if you're going to tell me Minnesota or Dallas, I may lean toward Minnesota over the Cowboys also.
2: Alright, well, fair enough. I'm not sitting here trying to get into a cowboy war with you.
3: But... No, but like I said, they'd be six out of six. I know they'd be in the top four in rankings but uh, because they're winning the division, but I wouldn't have them uh, better than the other card teams.
2: Uh, I don't know if I could argue that based on what we saw yeah. this week. Now, if you go back to the previous two weeks... They With what they did defensively, they looked like they were on the fast yes. track towards yes. being a contender. You just need to see that consistently. Uh, let's see, there was one more here I wanted to get to before we uh, before we got to a couple of the sound bites. Oh, TJ, Arnie, sorry about the uh, Dolphins. Just no, a you're bad not. game, yeah. but the game was not as the score would indicate. Because of Cousins throwing that pick six, I if know. it weren't for that, your Dolphins would have only scored seven. Yeah. Any chance
3: they bring back Osweiler and call it the Bro Simber Express? Yeah. Good luck to that. It doesn't make a difference. They they look and and by the way, wasn't uh, uh, Tannehill twelve and four coming into the game as his last sixteen starts uh, straight up and against the spread when he's been with Adam Gase? So. I can't really knock him that much, but I'm ready to move on. I think the Dolphins have a buyout or an option to get him out and gone. I'm ready to look on to some other uh, veteran quarterback that's going to be free next year. And
2: you've already mentioned Flacco. Carr. Well, Derek Carr is not going to be free next year. He's going to be back. Or trade for Oh,
3: Like Gruden wouldn't trade him? I don't think so. Although you would trade Khalil Mack,
2: right? Well, I mean, that was in the preseason because he held out. I don't think Derek Carr is going to... Hold out. hold out. He's got a contract with you out after next year. So maybe after next year. But you are looking at Jameis Winston. You're looking at Teddy Bridgewater could be out there after this year. That's a potential big name, Arnie, that could help out in Miami. They probably. How about Nick Foles. Let's take Nick Foles now, huh? <laughs> Nick Foles might not be a bad thing. But here's what I don't get is is you say you're ready to move on from Tannehill. I mean, we watched Josh Johnson win a yeah. game in the NFL today. So, I mean, it's just, it's it's weird what's oh, happening. Oh, I'm so right desperate. I'll take Kaepernick Football League. right now. Hey, by the way, speaking of, I guess you could say, quarterbacks in the league, something very unique happened after Sunday Night Football tonight because Sean McVay over the last couple of weeks has been a guy that's really defended his players. Arnie, after tonight's game... Um a little bit of a different take here from Sean McVay when Didn't asked about it. Jared Goff. Here yeah. you go.
0: He's got to make better decisions, especially you know when we end up falling out underneath the center on the 3rd and 1, you know, sometimes the only play is a dead is you know to just eat it, take that sack and let's go ahead and kick that uh, let's go ahead and punt it right there. But um, you know he's trying to make plays, we learn from all of our mistakes uh, and that's players coaches alike, but um, there's certainly some
2: things that we can look at and we got to be better. Interesting. Uh,
3: are uh, you saying that's harsh or harsh for him? Harsh for
2: him. I don't think that's harsh at all. Oh, my gosh. Whether you hear Aaron Rodgers later. But, I mean – for the first time you see him saying, all right, listen, this isn't all on me. The last two weeks, he's been a guy that's pointed a finger at himself, has Sean McVay. Maybe a little frustration or at least feeling, all right, this might be the best way to get to this guy because Jared Goff has struggled the last few
3: weeks. I don't think he could walk up there in a clear conscious and start just blaming himself again. I think it was about time he started pointing the fingers and it starts with your quarterback and if you didn't watch the game, you're going to see that Goff maybe had a decent game because he threw for over 300 yards but he didn't have a good game at all. He made some really bad decisions, and this was a game coming off a loss that they should have dominated. Uh, I mean, really, talk about winning. They should have won by like two or three touchdowns instead of losing by seven. This was, this was a debacle every which way about this game.
2: Yeah, and then here's Doug Peterson on the exact opposite side of that. He's, uh oh, I guess it would help if I unmuted everything. He was feeling himself is a term I've used a lot tonight afterwards. Our backs have been against the wall now for the last few weeks. And, you know, hopefully this is now a little momentum for the rest of our season. And, uh, you know, our goals are still in front of us. Uh, we're still making a, making a push here at the end and two games to go. And, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. You will hear that term, Arnie, next segment, backs against the wall quite a bit. It tends to be the most popular phrase, I think, this past weekend in the National Football League because everyone
3: feels it. And also, uh, Mantum Fennis, did I get that right? Wants to know, am I ready to face up against the Maller Militia this year? Maybe we'll talk about that when we get back. How about that? Because it is it is holiday time, and we start filling in, Plank. That's right. That's right. DeSegre, do you have one thing you want to add before the break?
4: Yes, you guys asked about poor starts and still making playoffs. It's about 10% that start 0-2 and still make the playoffs. What about 1-5 Ooh. with the Colts? That's right. Since This is since they expanded the playoffs in 1990. But these Texans this year started 0-3 yep. and are going to be in the playoffs. Houston had an article that since 1980, only five teams out of about 175 has started 0-3 and still made the postseason. That's 3%, not 10%, and wow. the Texans are going to do that this year. The only team that started 0-4 and still made the postseason, Junior Seau's Chargers of 1992. So 1-5 one that the Colts were this year is close to that 0-4 at least, and you know the Colts had the Giants next. If they win that, they'll be 9-6. and six. And then the showdown at Tennessee to finish up. The bad news is those teams are both in the same division as the Texans, oh, wow. who now wow. have the inside track to the bye week because of the Patriots slump the last month, because the Steelers had slumped, and because of the rules. The Chiefs and the Chargers have the two best records, but they can't be the top Yeah, but two the seeds. Pats have two bye weeks coming up. Relax. They got the Jets and the Bills. You know that I looked it up, the New England Patriots... Have only Out of their last almost 25 playoff games, it's only been three road playoff games, and they lost yep. all three. Yep. There were three AFC Championship games against two Peyton in Denver, Manning, maybe. Yeah. two in Denver and the one at Indianapolis over a decade ago. And so in their division, you got the Patriots this decade with the best record. The other three teams in their division are ranked number 22, 23, and 25 in the NFL this decade in win-loss record.
2: Wild. More from the locker rooms next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. It's Arnie and Plank brought to you by Discover Card, and we treat you like you'd treat you. Get an update on all the games coming up here in just a bit. Steve DeSager at the bottom of this hour. Good tweets still rolling in at Plank Show, at Stinking Genius One, at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Mike writes Arnie, I think you know what's wrong with the Rams in these night games. It's well past Sean McVay's curfew, and wow. it's a school night, and he still has homework to do.
3: That is true. That is. Tr- I think it's a school night for everybody in Los Angeles. They they don't stay up late in L.A. at all. <laughs> Actually,
2: that was one of the funnier things I've seen so far tonight, because as we played, we finally saw McVay get a little testy, but he, you, you can't even get mad. It's like, oh, come on,
3: man. He's just a little bit fired up he right now. Yeah, not testy enough. He should have gotten a little bit more testy, if you ask me.
2: <laughs> Maybe got called him out like, oh, he was awful. That was the worst thing that we've ever seen in our life. Jared Goff has eight games with 300 yards passing. No, it's the wh- most. What he, should,
3: what he should do is say, you know what? I think I'm going to move up my vacation plans, because if we play like this, we're not going far in the playoffs.
2: Not bad. That's the yeah, most by like that, a Rams huh? quarterback since Mark Bulger also had eight in 2006. And as we mentioned, uh, pretty wild with the interceptions tonight. Uh, He has five interceptions. Actually, it's now, what, seven interceptions in his last three games. Uh, Five of those on balls that have traveled over 15 yards in the air. That's maybe a little bit too much. And the Patriots are no longer in position to earn a bye in the postseason. New England has not reached the Super Bowl without a bye under Bill Belichick.
3: Yeah, but you, you got to pump the brakes on that. They're still uh-huh. only a game behind the Texans, and they have two easy games. Like I said, they'll play the Jets and the Bills, both those games at home, while the Texans have to go to Philadelphia and also play the Jaguars. Much harder schedule in, in that scenario. So still, it's, it's very favorable for the Patriots, I still think.
2: Which of these two quarterback situations that I'm going to lay out are more intriguing to you? Brady and what's left for the Patriots this season to see if they can kind of right the ship? Or Aaron Rodgers and the frustration that he's faced Green Bay this year, firing his longtime coach. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not in Green Bay. I know that some fans might get mad, but you'd have to think he played a role in it, or at least his frustration played a role in it. Arnie, he's going to clinch just his second losing season as a starter in his NFL career, and he's thrown more interceptions, or he hasn't thrown as many interceptions than his first losing season so which one the the aging brady who still can make the playoffs and make a run or the aging new coach awaiting aaron Rodgers, who obviously was frustrated today
3: aaron Rodgers, to me more intriguing because i already know which way brady's going he's going down the age is catching up to him nobody beats father time father time's undefeated you've heard that and that's what's happening to brady so you're seeing the decline next year who knows even if they make the stinking playoffs. I'm hoping my Dolphins is about time they take that division. Uh, I'm more intrigued about Aaron Rodgers and how he bounces back and who the new coach is going to be and how he gets along with that coach and how is he going to bounce back uh, You know, from not even making a playoff appearance. Plus, how healthy is he going to be in the off season because he was hurt right off the bat in game number one. Mm-hmm. I got more intrigued about Rodgers than I do about Brady. I am with you,
2: and I don't want to say it got testy, but it got interesting in the post game after they lost to the Bears. So having uh, watched you all these years and get used to seeing you, almost all your throws are right on the money. And this year, it seems like you've missed more throws than
5: than in the past. Does it feel that way to you? And if so, what do you what do you think might be the, the factors there? Just not being on the same page with the guys we're throwing to. You don't think like you just missed throws? Oh no, there's missed throws for sure. Yeah, but but um, you know some of the ones that you probably think are missed throws maybe it's just not on the same page. Mm-hmm.
3: What does that Sounds. mean? That the receiver went the wrong way or didn't run a good job? You know, like the last play for the Patriots, um, where Tom threw it into the end zone. I felt that wasn't his fault. Uh, that they could have picked up the first, and the receiver right. ran the route the wrong. I forget who it was, but ran it the kind of the wrong way. I think it might have been Edelman, but uh, neither neither there here nor there. I, I see what Aaron Rodgers is saying.
2: Now, with that said, he was asked about uh, everybody's favorite, the Chicago Bears, now who have. Uh, made their way back to the playoffs. They pulled the old worst to first. First time that they've made the playoffs since 2011. And Aaron Rodgers was asked about what he saw from the the defense as opposed to what he saw in Week One.
5: Not much different. I mean, they're you know they were a great defense then. Uh, we just executed a little bit better there in the second half uh, in Week One. You no, know, it looks, looks the same. I mean, Roquan's playing more, and obviously he's a really good player. And uh, you know, Eddie's had a really good year, and Hakeem have had really nice years. But no, they're top to bottom, went through 11, and and the and the next four or five are all really talented players.
2: His streak uh, snapped, 402 pass attempts without an interception. It was the longest streak in NFL history, and it was an interception in which a pass went right off the hands of Jimmy Graham so I can imagine the frustration is high but Arnie that is an incredibly intriguing storyline heading into the offseason oh
3: yeah I mean like, like I said who's gonna be the coach who's the favorite right now and do they have to get along with Aaron Rodgers uh, is a coach gonna to want to move on I doubt that because he's the franchise so they right. better get along otherwise it's gonna be quite the you know reality television the other side of that was Tom Brady
2: and you had brought this up earlier a different post game from Brady, as you might understand, more subdued. Just listen to these first two answers when asked about his frustration.
5: Just have to figure out a way to do better, and uh, two important ones coming up, and they won't be easy. So we're going to have to just grind it out. You no, know, tough
2: loss.
3: Did someone? Oh, it's th- going to be easy. Stop it! Wait, wait. Did someone have a
2: typewriter in that press conference? <laughs> Did you hear that in the background? No, this I
3: wasn't. Is- I it, that just just have to
5: figure out right. a way to do better, and uh, two important ones coming up, and they won't be easy. So we're going to just grind it out. No, it's a tough
2: loss.
3: You're right. Boston- Somebody, I think that's a Smith Corona, but I'm not sure. Is the Boston
2: media breaking out a typewriter, the postgame presser?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, and then one. Are they more wearing a here. hat that says "Press" on the front? Uh, I, I,
2: I guess so. Scoop. Here's here's more. Here's more from Brady.
5: We're just obviously not playing well enough to win, and can come in a lot of different, uh, you know, ways—turnovers and um, <laughs> just missed opportunities. I think that's what it comes down to. Too many plays where we have got opportunities to do stuff with it, and, uh, and we don't. So uh, it's football. I mean, it's
3: well, you can't we argue to, with that. Outcomes can you? were
5: different, obviously, this week, last week, but. Um, have to get back to work
3: you're right
2: it, oh, oh. no got cut off uh he is right it is yeah. foot just gotta That's get back tough...
3: to it next week there I wish I could talk to my boss like that when he yells at us going you did a bad show and I'm like well you know we just have to get back at it next week you know it uh uh Plank didn't bring his a game so what can I possibly do it's you're all his mad fun. The Raiders <laughs> lost to the Bengals,
2: he didn't run the right route, it made it all very frustrating on the day, I mean, yeah, uh, but it, it, it's it's interesting, uh, two very unique dynamics involving two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, one who is now dealing with the team that they say is, is, is aging and may have missed its window, but yet still has everything in front of them, and one who's dealing with dashed dreams, I mean, they had to win today to keep their playoff hopes alive, and I mean, it, I don't, I think... I don't think they're technically, mathematically eliminated, but for the most part, the uh, Packers are on the outside looking in. So, Who has crazy. who has
3: the best future from here on out? Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, or Tom Brady?
2: Let's debate it after Steve DeSager <laughs> slides in here to get us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve?
4: You know, the Patriots have lost back-to-back games in December for the first time since 2002, yes, early in Brady's career. Crazy stat. And that— uh, was the only time he had missed the playoffs, just for the record. We were talking about— No, uh, there's two times he missed the playoffs. Uh, well, with the knee injury. I'm okay, not... okay. Got to be technical here. Well, you get hurt in the opener. I'm not counting still on that. On as... the team, they... Still on the team. Still on the
3: – and they finished 11-5 that that's year. That's right. They? Not with, with Castle.
4: Yeah, yeah. You could get less than that and get in the playoffs, as yeah, we've seen in other sure. seasons. Yeah. Uh, as far as quarterbacks who've been around a long time, I, I looked up Billy Volek. He had nine years in the NFL and only 10 starts in the regular season. Yeah, I thought he had – yeah, that seems... So that's, low, yeah. that's pretty down there. That's That would be on our list somewhere. And no, also, you're going
3: to have to look at the older quarterbacks that really just held clipboards.
4: But uh, Jim Sorge, who was Peyton Manning's backup with the Colts, that was six years and no starts. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, and you, you mentioned the Aaron Rodgers NFL record streak over, over 400 pass attempts without an interception. You know who has now gone nine straight games without throwing an interception i
2: do i do <laughs> Derek carr it's all we've got to hang our hat on right now the, even though the, the very first pass he threw should have been a pick six for it's broke. but this
4: the streak continues and in fact he sets the raiders streak he broke the rich gannon broke. club broke. record uh we had the uh tennessee titans pitching a <laughs> shutout today first time they've had a shutout win since 2000 Cowboys getting shut out. First time Dallas has been shut out since 2003. And I mentioned earlier Ryan Tannehill got sacked nine times by Minnesota. In Week 9, the Vikings had 10 sacks against Matthew Stafford and Detroit. And uh, Jacksonville's defense last year had two games like this. Those are the only two times since 1990 where a team multiple times in the same season had at least nine sacks in a game. Wow. That uh, Minnesota score was 41-17. The offense had over 200 yards just in the first quarter. That was the highest first quarter total in the league this year. Well, the Rams had a great offense. I don't know what's happened the last three weeks. Jared Goff is part of the problem. The Rams have slipped from 11-1 and to 11-3. and they lost at home to Philadelphia tonight, 30-23. To it was 30-13 with 10 minutes left. Goff with two interceptions. The team had a key turnover on special teams late. Todd Gurley, two touchdown runs in the loss. Alshon Jeffrey of the Eagles, eight catches for 160 yards, and the Eagles have won three of four. They lost in overtime last week at Dallas. Pittsburgh beat New England 17-10. Speaking of slumps, which we had earlier, New England in its last five games has a 2-3 and three record. They haven't clinched that division quite yet. 17-10, Pittsburgh wins. (laughs) Jalen Samuels of the Steelers on 19 carries, 142 yards. Pittsburgh had lost three in a row. It's Steelers at New Orleans next Sunday. Today, Rob Gronkowski, two receptions for the Pats.
3: He was horrible. New
4: England's offense, 0-3 for in the red zone. Patriots wound up with 14 penalties. Horrible. Tom Brady had the red zone interception (laughs) fourth quarter. Brady threw four straight incompletions in the final minute, (laughs) down at about the Pittsburgh twenty. There were no touchdowns in the last 42 minutes of this game. 17-10, Pittsburgh the final. San Francisco in overtime, beat Seattle 26-23. I mentioned next Sunday night, Seattle hosts Kansas City. Robbie Gold, the game-winning field goal, 4 for 4 on field goals for the Niners today. So Chris Carson rushed for over 100 yards and a touchdown. But Seattle, remember, missed its first extra point attempt today and they wound up going to overtime and losing. In fact, right after that extra point miss, the 49ers scored a touchdown on a 97-yard kickoff return, so that was pretty Jeez. much the game right there early. Seattle wound up with 14 penalties, and the Chicago Bears clinched the NFC North with a win over Green Bay 24-17. Chicago's won seven of its last eight. Green Bay running back Aaron Jones left with a knee injury. He thinks it's another sprained MCL. Aaron Rodgers was sacked five times in the Packers' loss, intercepted in the end zone late. Devontae Adams had eight catches in the loss shutout wins for Indian Tennessee I mentioned the Minnesota win and Washington not dead yet last second field goal ends the four-game losing streak Redskins 16-13 winners at Jackson. And look out for your present. I don't want to waste $3, so, you know, make sure it comes (laughs) and you pick it up. You're talking about
3: postage or the cost of the present? No, that was both. Postage and cost. (laughs) (laughs)
2: What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. The the postage was
3: like $15, Plank. That's what it cost me to send each package to Los Angeles. That's not a short track,
2: so I could completely. I sent like twenty
3: five of them.
2: What, did you spend a lot of money? What I are know. you rolling it up there, man? Cost of living's got to be minimal to nil. Do you even have to pay for your house, or do they pay you? It's like, hey, come live in Vermont;
3: we'll pay you to do. So. I thought you know, everybody thinks I live in the boondocks. I'm starting to realize that's true when my co-host didn't even know what an egg roll was. He had to be.
2: He had to be playing. You. No, I no, mean, he's not on.
3: playing. He, no, Jack
2: I mean, in the he, Box has egg rolls. You yeah, have no, Jack had, in the Box. You've never
3: and... seen one. He didn't even know what a falafel was. I mean, that's what oh they, I live God. in Vermont. You know where I live? Good
2: Lord. Uh, FPI. I don't know or care what the FPI is, but I'm always a sucker for a good odd. So here's the numbers for the final playoff spot in the AFC. If ooh, we all ooh. agree, Arnie, okay, that the. Uh, the the Chiefs are well. The Chiefs are in, but that the Texans are in, the Patriots are in, the Steelers are in, and obviously the Chargers have clinched a spot as well too. So there's basically as it stands right now, uh, three to four teams vying for the sixth spot. Right. The Baltimore Ravens are at thirty two percent. Okay, that's pretty good, which gives them better playoff odds. Um, but. The, um, it, it's, Well, I should say it, it gives them the number right now, 32%. Yeah, but they
3: got the Chargers on the road in the Browns, so that's two tough games.
2: Uh-uh. So, uh, not so fast, my friend. Yeah. FPI, and that's why I bring this up. Again, like I said, what, football power index or something like that, actually gives the better playoff odds to the Colts Ooh. at 42% to make the playoffs and the Titans at 39%. Wow. All with better – potential numbers to make the playoffs than the Ravens.
3: What about my Entry? Dolphins?
2: Uh your Dolphins are at uh no percentage right now. They what? only gave them two they're probably like at twenty percent is where I would put it right now. They didn't actually list the Dolphins. See, you're just
3: making it up there. numbers now. Don't don't say around.
2: Negative four oh, percent. I hate you. Uh here's the other here's the other numbers by the way. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC right now battling with Eagles, the Redskins and the Panthers are at 62%. Wow, they must get some serious tiebreakers. I guess so. But I did find that I did find it interesting that of the, you know, obviously the Bears have clinched therein, the Rams have clinched therein, the Saints have clinched therein. Uh 62% is the lowest percentage, but they have the Seahawks at 98% to get in and the Cowboys at 94%. So for all the fun that we had a little earlier, it looks as if those teams are all but locked in. Speaking of being locked in, Arnie, uh, your man Bill Belichick was locked in to oh. we're, we're on to the next game mode. While oh, also, I love that. While also building up Pittsburgh a little bit. He gave some we're
5: bread. in a lot of man coverage. Um, and they battled those guys. are great receivers. They got some. We covered them. I'd say competitively. Um, so, They made a couple of great catches.
3: You know what I don't understand? For somebody with a great football mind, all of a sudden he's just searching for words to the very simplest questions out there. Though if you ask him, can you explain this zone defense, he could talk about it for like a week and a half. All of a sudden, he's at a loss of words now, huh? Uh, A
2: little bit more from uh, Belichick afterwards today.
5: I was proud of our guys that we battled um, all the way from the first play to the last. Um, In the end, we just came a little short. Um, they made a few more plays than we did, and, you know, obviously penalties and then a red area are pretty much a difference in the game, so, um, I don't even know who job, you're but... talking
3: about! <laughs> I have no idea, it little... could be any game he's talking about that they lost, it could have been one from 10 years ago! Yeah, he doesn't, uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, don't expect we anyone to played in... hard the, from the first play to well, the last play, oh, well, c- Congratulations!
2: What what would you rather him do? W- one of two ways. Would you rather come in and be all happy about it, or would you rather him just rip everybody whenever he walks in there? Because Give I'm me- pretty sure that's yeah. what happened in the locker
3: room. Yeah, I want it. Whatever happened in the locker room, I want that going on in the press conference too. 14 penalties for 106 yards. Yeah, what did he say about that? Did anybody ask him about the penalties?
2: Uh, if if they did, it wasn't on our cut sheet. Uh, I bet you so that was
3: a pretty good answer. Huh? You, go, you would yeah, think that had, they uh, would we have. Had some, we made some mistakes, had some penalties today.
2: Would you? Would you rather everything be all happy and, and upbeat like old Jason Garrett? Yeah, we
3: just have to focus on ourselves and, and focus on playing better football. And uh, the first thing we'll do is
5: clean up this game. And uh, there'll be some good stuff that, that's in here, but there'll be plenty of stuff that we have to clean up in all three phases of our team. Oh, we there it goes. To I would sure say do the that three that's phases. the first order of business, and then
2: yeah. we'll get back to work.
3: If he doesn't he say three phases like Belichick does, he says it every time too. <laughs> no, he does. It's like, well, we got beat in all three phases of the game. That's, that's the Belichick answer
2: to talk about the three phases. All right, when do we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, I have two more cuts for you: Dak Prescott post game and a little bit of some of the best calls of the day. Our Homer calls coming up next. But first, you got to remember, Arnie's picks yes. are guaranteed winners. Now, I don't guaranteed. know which pole game. I don't know which bowl, Sun Bowl, Hyundai Bowl, whatever. Arnie will dive into him next as we head home on a busy Sunday night recapping Week 15 in the NFL with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you, Arnie, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Ben Maller is coming up next. Yeah, me. by the way,
3: uh, people want to know, am I going to be filling in for Ben Maller? Because obviously it's Christmas time. You and I do a lot of fill-ins during the holidays. And the answer would be no, I'm not going to be filling in for Ben Maller. I'd rather have toothpicks uh, stuck in my eyeballs uh, before I fill in for the Maller militia. And when ben they ask Maller. me to do it, I, I just start to cry and, and beg off it. So you'll be filling in for Ben Maller while I'll be in for uh, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon.
2: It's my favorite time slot on the network. So I have never been happier to get the nod. Oh, it's almost yeah. as if when they went to the pen, I came sprinting yeah. from the bullpen. No, no, no. When, when they,
3: they say, we need a, a pitcher to come in, Ben's out, I I go back Arnie and hide runs. in the bathroom. I, I don't want to be found when they ask me. I'm like begging. I'm like, please, <laughs> please choose me. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun.
2: Not the Malheur militia. We hate each other. Christmas into the twenty sixth, and the twenty sixth into the twenty seventh. So a lot of college football yeah. talk. Oh, we, we, we got a lot. Of don't college. you think it's more of they hate you more than you? I hate don't know, them? man. Yeah, it the could mant- be. Could be. Yeah, could be. The Mantom Finnis. Uh, what? The Mantom <laughs> Finnis. That's what it is, man. It's not the Phantom Menace. I'm all thrown off by it. Dang you, rocker of DJs wants to hear the legendary story. I mean, legendary lie about you sitting in a hot tub with, that's Mallard, not with a bunch lie. That's of the, topless ladies. That's
3: another guy questioning my story when I said that my wife asked me to marry her. That These are not lies. Well, let's get to your picks before we get
2: out of here. And as we get to your picks, Arnie... Ernie brings up a good potential game to pick. Ernie, can you pick the bowl game that Arizona's playing in? Because I've looked it up and can't find it.
3: No. Yeah, I can't pick that because they're not in a bowl game. Stop it. Let me give you a couple picks. I'll even (laughs) give you a couple of these meaningless bowl games. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. I'll give you two bowl games. I'm going to go with San Diego State plus the two-and-a-half over Ohio. I always go against MAAC teams in bowl games because they're absolutely putrid. And I'm going to give it Houston. I'm going to take them plus the three-and-a-half against Army. Uh, you uh, you remember them uh, pretty much, don't you, Plank?
2: Beat team, your man. Your
3: Oklahoma team. It's a good football team. Yeah, I'll take the other side who uh, beat Arizona, that Houston Cougars. I'll take the three and a half. Now let's get over to the NFL. I'm going to go on the Chargers again. They play Baltimore, obviously, with that great defense. I think the Chargers will have enough. I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Chargers in Los Angeles. I think the Cowboys get back on track. I'll take Dallas minus seven against Tampa Bay, who has nothing to play for. Give me the Rams. They finally they, they have to get back on track, don't they? I'll lay the 13-and-a-half against the worst team in the NFL, just about, the Arizona Cardinals. And give me Seattle, plus the two-and-a-half against Kansas City. So there you have my picks. Do them as you please. But remember, they're strictly for entertainment purposes only. Oh, so, uh, clap, 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 clap.
2: I've, uh, I, I'm have i intrigued by your picking of Seattle. I thought you were kind of anti-and-down on the Seahawks. I, thought I was
3: th- until they proved me wrong, so I might as well jump on the bandwagon now. They had a bad loss today. They should never have lost to San Francisco. They were playing some good football. Uh, I, I, I figured this might be a trap game, but I still do like them.
2: Uh, one quick cut that we did not get to involving a very happy Mike Tomlin. One week after losing to the mighty Oakland Raiders, Uh, Mike Tomlin's team bounced back to beat some team called the Patriots, and they're feeling pretty good about themselves. We like to believe that we're the common denominator in all stories involving us. And it was less about the opponent opponent, and more about, you know, particularly how we have played of late um, in terms of having an opportunity to finish games. And so I think the significant element is not about who we played. It's about us overcoming the things that
1: have been issues for us, uh, in recent weeks, particularly, we were able to end the game with the defense on the field, and, you know, that's that's significant.
2: It's uh, it's hard to figure that team out, man. Every week you want to buy in, if you go back to Ben's big game against Carolina on a Thursday night, you, you kind of get sucked away because they lose to the Raiders in Oakland. Then they come back home and they win a big game, they'll probably go out and lose next week, but I think... I agree with Mike Tomlin. I know this sounds cheesy and corny, but it's really about them. I think they've got
3: all the talent in the world. Let me tell you something. They lost three in a row. They lose this game. It would have been four in a row. I promise you they would have lost at the Saints, making it five in a row. This game saved his job. If he lost this game, they don't make the playoffs. He gets fired. This one game, this last 20 seconds where Tom Brady couldn't get it in, he just saved his job in the last 20 seconds.
2: Wow, and it sounded like this. 20 seconds to go. Fourth down
3: and 15 at the Pittsburgh
5: 21. Brady in the gun. Wide side to his left. Fourth down. Four-man rush. He takes the snap. He waits. He throws it for the goal line.
0: And it's broken up at the goal line. And this
5: is a game in the history books intended for Edelman. Burnett got a piece of it. And the crowd is celebrating in a very large way
2: crowd is celebrating oh. in a very large that way. saved like his that.
3: job right there and then i'm not overstating that because they lose they'll lose to the saints they don't make the playoffs uh
2: by the way speaking of job saving plays um this the snap high the snap. the kick is up the kick is good bullseye bullseye hopkins hits it and the redskins win 16-13. I don't know if that should be about Jay Gruden winning Coach of the Year because he just won a game with uh, what Josh Johnson as his starting quarterback or if it should be more about what's really happened to a team, already that was in the AFC Championship game last year. What in the world has happened to the Jaguars this year?
3: Jag- Jaguars, look, they finally got a real taste of Blake Bortles. They didn't get lucky as they were last year uh, where they had that run until they lost to New England. Arnie, have a great week.
2: You Enjoy too. what I'm sure will be all the bowl games. For Eric Roberts, our producer, for Bobo on the Wheels of Steel, for Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. Stick around. The great Big Ben Maller is Later. coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio.